The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. And we're rolling with the Blessed Express. What's up? My man. My <laughs> good man. to see What's you, my friend. Good seeing you. How's, How, how's things? Things are good, you know. I just, how's things with you? I heard like pipes are busting and heat and all yeah, that stuff. it's pretty. It's it was good. pretty wild out here a week ago, and then it was eighty two days ago. Doesn't make any sense. I so just, a week ago it was frozen solid, and then a week later, eighty degrees. I, Mother Nature, she's she's cruel at some <laughs> Yeah, but well, Texas gets weather. You know, it's very different than California. California never rains, and basically, like once a year, you get a little bit of rain, and that's it. Here, you get thunderstorms, and you get lightning, and you know, it, and it gets cold as fuck sometimes. But this was real unusual. Yeah, like once every one hundred twenty years or yeah. saying. I know. It just. I know. I was. I was tripping out. I was like. When I saw everything happening, and then my my agent, because last week we were supposed to come through, yeah, and he said like oh, it's getting pushed back, it's getting pushed back, and I was like, I was, and then he, I was like, I look at the weather shit, I was like, Texas don't ever get this kind of weather. What the <laughs> hell is going on? I thought I was wrong. I was like, do I not follow up with the weather in Texas? Like, Dude, it was crazy. The roads. It first of all it was thirty two degrees and raining. So it's just at the time where it freezes, but not quite. It yeah. didn't quite freeze. So and then it got really cold at night. So all the roads were covered in ice everywhere. Yeah, black, the black ice. Yes. And that one that the I saw that one that uh, got a uh, hundred. Like I had a hundred car pile up mm-hmm. somewhere over here. Yeah, that I think was that was crazy. near Dallas, right? That's crazy. Yeah. So then snow laid on top of the ice and made it even slipperier. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, no one could get anywhere. It was wild. Yeah, so it was wild. So we uh, just went to the supermarket, got food, and hunkered down with the family. We got lucky our power didn't go out, but oh, a lot of awesome. our friends' power went out. And so we just we just hung out in the house for seven days and just chilled. I know the hotel that I was at when I first came in, I was just tripping out because, like, uh, I came from uh, L.A. And, and Hawaii. It's like, we got locked down and stuff. And then I come walking in, it's like... What was it? Twelve o'clock. I got into the hotel last night, and people was just raging. They're just partying downstairs at the local bar. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I was like, "Is this real life?" You know. And then, uh, and then I talked to the guy at the front desk, and then he was talking to me about the weather. And I was like, "Yeah, crazy." He was like, "Yeah, we was we was full pack." He was like, "We was so crazy. We have generators and stuff, so we still had hot water and uh, electricity and all stuff." And then it came to a point where. We only allowed people who was staying in the hotel buy food from us, cause like, and you only could like order two stuff. Was yeah. like, like they was telling me crazy stuff about that. Yeah, we had friends that their their house went out, so they got a room with the Four Seasons, and they said it was two hours for for room service. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Four Seasons is usually yeah. the best ever. Yeah, exactly. So that, that that's crazy. I know, and then even like with the rain and stuff, off we was talking about that mushroom stuff. So it was just it was yeah. just funny stories. Yeah, it's uh. They get weather here, but I've never experienced it like that here. I've been coming here since 1999, and apparently all my friends who've lived here their whole lives, they've never seen anything like it. It was just random that it happened the first year I moved here. Uh, I mean, maybe you bring the thunder. Maybe maybe <laughs> you're like, Texas, get ready. This is what the hell I'm bringing here. Listen, as long as they get ready for it. You know, I grew up in the cold. I grew up in Massachusetts. Yeah. So, you know, as long as they have plows and they, they have salt and they know how to handle it, you could you could have snow. Yeah, you is just, fi- So this is Joe. It's a day of Joe and this happens. Like, 
I can simmer down, everybody. Get yeah. ready. Let's just go down. Well, I have a truck that's built for this shit, too. I have a Land Cruiser. Oh, like yeah. A Toyota, 1995 Toyota Land Cruiser. Like an apocalypse vehicle. Yeah. With a 40-gallon gas tank and big tires. And, and I talk about the, the two football field bunker underneath your house, wherever you live, right? <laughs> I need to get that. That's, the, that's probably my next move. I need to get a ranch in some sort of sustainable environment. Uh, it just seems like uh, the more shit gets weird in the world, whether it's COVID or or this or you know whatever could be next, like you, you gotta have enough food and water so you could stay alive for a while. Yeah, they said that. What was that? What what is that show? There's a show on TV, right? The disaster people, whatever the people. Preppers. Use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apocalypse people, like the mm. yeah doomsday preppers. Yeah, that's what they call yeah. it. And like what they had, they have like they said it's like. I think so. The minimum is to have like one and a half to two years worth. So you, so you know you're. Good. I'm like, what? The? Whoa. <laughs> That's so crazy. Well, they have that dried. I have some dried food for like hunting, like backpacking food, like you know, like it's freeze dried or dehydrated. I have some of that stuff. That's in my house too. So if worst came to worst, we could eat that for a few months. Yeah, you'd be alright. You know. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, survive. you'd be alright. You're like a caveman. You're like a yeah. modern day caveman that came from the moon or something. So you'd be fine, Joe. <laughs> I I watch all the stuff you be doing. You'd be alright. Well, there's a lot of deer in my neighborhood too. I got my eye on those motherfuckers. <laughs> like right now, they're just like cute deer. But if shit gets ugly, they're food. Yeah, uh, yo, Bambi, get over here. Yeah, there's a lot of them though. They're yeah. all over the place. That's, I mean, you might be helping. You might be helping it out. You know, they might be investive. Well, a lot of them froze to death. Oh, for real? Yeah, a lot of them froze to death. My friend has uh, a buddy who owns a ranch in South Texas, and they have this animal on there called a Neil guy. Yeah. Neil guy is an Asian animal. I think it's from India. It's a huge antelope, like the size of an elk. Oh, and nice. they found 63 of them frozen to death on his uh, ranch. Oh, so gosh. far, they're still, they're still finding them. I know. Off uh, Before you came, I was talking to a security guard, and... Uh and the other boy out there, and there was like, I was telling him, like, I saw a possum. I saw a video, like, there's a video that goes viral, like, of a possum climbing up the fence, and he froze, like, in Texas somewhere, like, it froze on the fence. And I was like, holy shit, that's how cold it gets, you know? Like, people don't understand that this possum, and then we was talking about, does the possum live Good. after it's unfrozen? Because they don't know how to play, you know? I don't think so. Is this it? There it is. There is it is. Oh, it's frozen. shit. He's frozen. That's crazy. With like, he's frozen in the middle of climbing the fence, covered in icicles. Cu yeah. It looks like he got his leg stuck. You see that? Look at his right leg. See how it's poked through? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he might have got his leg stuck, and then it's too cold to figure out a way to get out of it. Wow, that's dark. How crazy, though. That, but does it just, you know, like, they, they, they no. like playing dead, though? No? Uh-uh. No, not at all? No, no. Because we was no, talking about, dead. like... <laughs> <laughs> he was telling us that like uh, there's a study going around with like scorpions like they can be frozen and then like a week later you unfreeze them and they're alive that's the thing with frogs too right didn't someone on the podcast explain that to us in the past about certain frogs they freeze to death and they thaw out and they're still alive could have been David Blaine when he was talking about him in the stomach, but <laughs> in Florida they all the lizards freeze and fall out of trees and they come back to life do they yeah Wow. Yeah, and in Florida, you got to be careful because when it gets cold, iguanas will knock you out. Yeah, they fall it's like coconuts. trees and land. It's like coconuts. <laughs> it's like every time, every time I'm at the beach, every time I'm at the beach with my boys and stuff, and uh, we, we go by where the lifeguard, there's the lifeguards, and I'm like, there's coconut trees, and I start sitting down, and then one of them starts telling me, Max, get the hell away from there. I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, he was hanging out with you uh, when he got hit in the head with a coconut. Yeah, Do you know 150 people die every year from coconuts? 
No. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, 150 people. How worldwide. much? How much people does uh, people die from iguanas? I don't think a lot. <laughs> how, how long do you think a frog can last frozen? Because it's a lot longer than a week. Really? What? Yeah. Really? Frozen solid? Mm-hmm. We should get a frozen frog in here and do an experiment. It's actually, a, it's called a wood frog. If that helps. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say three months. Max. I'm gonna go. And much longer than a week, he said. I'm gonna go, maybe, maybe eight months. Seven months. Seven months in frozen Alaska. solid. It says Alaska. They go down to as low as zero degrees. Free. They're frozen, and then when spring arrives, they thaw out and hop away. Jesus what? Christ. <laughs> Animals is weird, bro. <sighs> Nature weird. finds a way, man. Yeah, you got you got to adapt. They've been like yeah. frogs. Been frogs probably some dinosaurs. They've so, been around a long time. Yeah, so they, you know, they're like, oh fuck these guys, you know, even like cockroaches. Have you ever th- seen those things called tardigrades? Do you know what a tardigrade is? I have no idea. It's this tiny little. It they they call them something bears too, right? Some. It's a tiny little microscopic animal that looks like an alien, and they can survive in space. They can survive anywhere. So the, these things, they could literally, they could go to the moon if they were attached to a rocket. Water bear. Water bear. Yeah, you go. And you see what they see? Show Max a, a photo of them. But they could survive in space. My, are you serious? They yeah. look like they're from space. They do. Look at that picture right there. Like that doesn't even look real. Like if that was in a Dune movie and it was chasing yeah. people. Like look at its mouth. It's yeah. like and that looks circle. like that looks like the uh, in Avengers. Yeah, you know you know the, yes! when they came down and the thing was flying the ship. That's what it looks That's like. Exactly what it looks like. <laughs> look at that fucking thing. That's a real creature. How big is it? It's very very small. Like I don't even think you could see it. Oh my god. It's microscopic, right? Yeah. Um, but they can survive in space. How they find out that they survived in space? I don't know. I don't know. So, Point five millimeters, so a half a millimeter. So you kind of can see it. You just barely. Yeah, we see, see if you can. Crazy f- looking. There. How does a tardigrade d- survive in space? Because that was the thought that they could like hitch a ride on an asteroid or on you know they could hitch a ride on a. a no, that's how they came here. They, we went to the moon. They they went. They saw Neil Armstrong's <laughs> damn shoe. So I'm going with this. I'm out of here. This is boring. What the, what the hell is this? And hitch a ride on his foot. Yeah, and then yeah. they're just like beep, boop, boop, sending information back up. They're like, yeah, these motherfuckers are stupid. You know, that's one of the theories of how life came to Earth. Is it's called uh, panspermia. They think that life came to Earth on an asteroid, and that asteroids contained the building blocks, like amino acids and stuff. The building blocks of life came from other planets and landed here, and then the process of life began. That that's yeah, insane. I mean, it's yeah, a wild I mean, theory. I mean. I, 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 what do you believe? You know, I don't it's know. whatever you believe. So I don't know. That's pretty cool. Well, you live in Hawaii, which is a really interesting place, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of non-native animals that have been introduced to Hawaii, like yeah, yeah, pigs yeah. and a lot of weird birds and yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of weird rodents and plants and all kinds yeah, of we shit. We got a, We got a um, the weird thing that we think is a wallaby. I think you guys are wallabies now. Yeah, how crazy is that, right? From you Australia? Don't, you, you don't see them, but they're little kangaroos, right? They yeah. look like little kangaroos. Yeah. We have wallabies on our... And it's like, how the fuck did you get here? <laughs> but they're not like crazy. They're not like, like you're out and you see it. Like, like They're very mysterious. Like They pop up here and there when people are hiking in the mountains. Yeah. But it's like a wallaby, bro. Like how the wow. hell did... I don't know how they traveled there. Maybe they... I mean, Australia is and surfing and whatever. They just jump a house. Like, I'm out of here. I think... 
probably somebody had it as a pet, if I had to guess. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, you hear of a bunch of illegal pets that people have in Hawaii. It's just, oh, yeah. just mind blowing. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I heard stories of people having like um, gorillas and shit. What? Bamboos. I'm like, what? How the fuck do you? Yeah, how the hell do you have this? <laughs> uh, I don't know if people bullshit. I never saw them. People could be bullshitting, but I'm like, I'm not gonna put it past that. I saw more crazier stuff. Well, it seems like they would survive in the jungle if they could get out there. Yeah, I mean, they just eat plants. There's so much greenery in Hawaii. Depends on what island, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What island did they see a gorilla? Uh, They they were saying on the island we live on. On a wild? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, but it wasn't a wild one. It was like a pet. Oh. A pet person. Somebody catch him a pet. So I might be, I might be snitching on someone. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I think they're trying to limit people's ability to own primates in America. Because, uh, you know, I'm sure you heard about that story about the lady in Connecticut who uh, kept a pet chimpanzee and then it attacked her friend and tore her face off. No, I did not. Yeah. Oh, it's a crazy story because That's this lady <laughs> kind of had a relationship with this chimp. Which wait, wait, wait. What kind of relationship are we yeah, talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, she was sleeping in the bed with this chimp. The chimp drank wine and, and, and took Xanax. She was feeding the <laughs> chimp Xanax. And uh, the lady's friend came over, and the chimp attacked the lady's friend. Is it a guy? No, a woman. A woman friend. I think the lady was probably cock-blocking. And the chimp was like, fuck all this, and just <laughs> tore her apart. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing, but that's, it's horrible. that's wild. That's it wild. It was a big chimp, too. And They're she, smart. Like, what, do, oh, what, yeah. what don't you... Chimps, like, we come... Like, they say we evolution from those guys. And right? they're like... I know some, like, you see what the the scientists are doing with these chimps or gorillas or whatever they do, you know, and, like, like these guys are smart. Like, you can talk to them. They yeah. talk back. They, some of them know sign language. It's like, yeah. why are you trying to mess with that? These, <laughs> have you not seen Planet of the Apes? I'm right. sure there like, like, three movies of it. Like, come on, guys. Let's relax. Is, they could. It's like someone in the future could do something like that. Like, take a chimp and genetically engineer it to make it almost as smart as a person or as smart as no. a person. I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone's already doing it. There it is. He's eating her. Shoot him. Scream the chimp's owner. Yeah. Yeah, he was a huge chimp, and he, he tore her face apart. I think he bit her fingers off. Did that woman survive? Yeah. She was torn apart. Yeah. Oh, you don't show me the pictures of the lady. Yeah, I have seen them. They're awful. They're it's terrible. Crazy? Yeah, because chimps... Chimps are different than other animals that they know what you like. They know that you need your hands and they know that you like your balls. They know that you need your feet. Those are one of the things that they attack. They attack your face. They tear your face apart. They pull your eyes out. They bite your fingers off. They tear your dick off and they tear your feet off. I, I yeah. know. That's just nuts. Like I'm laughing because I'm just blown away. It's fucked up. Yeah. Because they're smart. They're super smart. Like, like fuck there's fucking movies on this. Like, yeah. And there's people who's doing it, you know? Like, fight. There's going to come a time they're saying, like, you know, like, modern warfare and stuff is, like, true, like, mm-hmm. Wi-Fi and shit. We're going to have wars and whatever. And then the next thing is, like, I hear robots and shit, but what is it to do is just, you just fucking start breeding crazy silverbacks and chimps and whatever. Right. And then you make them, like, I don't know, you make a chip that makes them somewhat human. They can talk and this and that, and you or send you them off to war. Put some kind of helmet on them that has some interface like some computer interface with the chimp's brain and you have some helmet where they could see What's things like they could yeah. see like infrared or and night vision control. and shit yeah yeah elon musk says his startup Neuralink. ah fucking they got us with this goddamn 
You got to shut that ad blocker off, son. You got to just give in to the to the network. <laughs> Elon Musk says his startup Neuralink has wired up a monkey to play video games using its mind. Exactly. See, he's he's, he's going to start. Already ahead. He's, he's already ahead. He's already ahead. He's already ahead. He's already. You fucking watch Iron Man. Yeah. You watch Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man played both sides too at one point. You know. Oh. I fucking Elon was in the fucking Iron Man. One of them. So I don't know. Well, he's creating this Neuralink thing. Yeah, I, I saw. You know I, that? I, yeah. They're gonna put wires into people's brains, and he told me they're you're gonna be able to talk with no words. To your mind. He's yeah. gonna be able to like you and I could sit here. Yeah, and we're gonna have a conversation other. with. I no mean, words. you can kind of do that with like the love of your life sometimes. Yeah, like you know each other. Yeah, that's crazy. But I think you're gonna be able to have like full conversations. But I, yeah, fucking Elon is a fucking. He's something else. Yeah. He's the man is something. He probably he's probably one of those freaking parasites that jumped on that jumped on <laughs> the stuff from. Uh, on one of the guys from the moon, they came back and he just evolutionized himself. He just kept growing. He's like, oh, what is this amino acid? What is this? What is this? Oh, take <laughs> that chimp's brain. Definitely the most likely candidate for an alien living amongst us. Oh, 100%. 100%. You see the kind of, like, well, like well, how do you think of that? Not only that, how does he do like multiple different things like that? Multiple, like, He's yeah. got Starlink, so he's creating a whole network of satellites that can give high-speed internet to the whole world. Yeah. Then he's got SpaceX. SpaceX yeah. He's flying rockets, and the boosters can come back and land. You could reuse them quickly. Yeah. Then he's got Tesla, the, f- the fastest, most ridiculously advanced cars that anybody's ever created yeah. ever. And then he's got like uh, these the boring company that builds these tunnels yeah. underneath the earth, and you're going to shoot people from fucking so, Vegas to... Los in, Angeles in two hours in yeah. an hour yeah yeah and then he's got hyperlink where he's yeah. like he's got so much shit going on and then man. he got like kids around that he's trying to show that they don't need to be in school so they're just fucking doing shit and whatever and yeah. then he got like he got all kind of well he's been saying a lot lately that you don't need a college education you don't need to yeah. I mean that, did, did he go to college I, did he say? I believe he did did he have college on Mars <laughs> he'll he'll start it I'm, up there. I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try to get you to spill some beans on Elon. He went to he went to college, but what he's saying is essentially you could have a bachelor's education, a bachelor's degree, and still be a moron. Yeah, you know no, that's is, what it is. It just because I mean, I I know some guys that like, I met some people in my life where they're like smart, just book smart, just crazy, but common sense. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't know Like there's this one kid Like he was like a Valedictorian He has like a 4.8 GPA Blah blah He gets into a car accident He bangs uh, He ends up on top of his neighbor's yard And he runs away from the car <laughs> Not knowing like There's your name in the car There's everything What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm like what are you Like come on panic. bro What are you doing? <laughs> Some people panic Yeah And then they When you panic Your brain don't work so well Yeah Right Isn't that That's a thing with fighting too right Like some guy That's probably why some guys are really good at the gym where there's no panic you know you know each other real well they spar they move real good but then the panic of a fight some lights limits yeah some lights you know? yeah uh, i mean lights. i mean you hear about it all the time i'm sure yeah. you heard about it a hundred million times yeah. about this guy's like oh my god this guy's a killer in the gym. oh yeah he's a freaking killer and then when you go out there everybody's looking at you and like thought he was a killer <laughs> what the hell Dude, is killer go I knew a guy like that in jujitsu. When I was a blue belt, there was this kid who was a black belt, and man, he was fucking good. But he would panic in tournaments, and it didn't make any sense. Like, you would roll with him, and he would just have his way with people. He was so good, so talented. 
And uh, my instructor was really high on this guy. I was like, man, I'm telling you, like, if you could just get your head together. Like, and then I was like, what's wrong with his head? And they were like, oh, when he, when he competes, he just he panics. Uh -huh. I'm like, he's so good. Yeah. And it's just jujitsu. That's crazy. It's not even getting hit. Yeah. But for whatever reason, when he would get out there, he would, he would just he wouldn't, couldn't perform. And he would fall apart. He'd get tired real easy. It was like the... It was like uh, uh, when the pandemic first happened, and then uh, USC continued to do fights for us. And I was telling everybody, you can find out who the real fighters is right now. Because, like, you know, some people, some real fighters can't, like, you know, some guys, they're showmen, and they need that crowd, and they need the let's go, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, I told myself, like, this is like an alley street fight now. Like, yes. we fight, no one's there. Yes. You're going to fight the blood, you're going to fight the, who's the true blood, the fucking, you know, the guys yeah. that blood sport kind of, or kickboxer where you got, like, the glass on top of your knuckles. <laughs> this is what it is. Like, you find those guys yeah. right now, you know, and, uh, and, and we got to, you know, you see who needs a crowd. Because there are some guys that do need the crowd. Like, when they get wobbled, they're like, no, don't go in. Or, like, yeah. you know, like that Rocky thing. Like, let's go, Rocky, you know? <laughs> you know? Versus versus the guys like, fuck, you're cheerleading ass. I'm going to, like, this is a fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, I always told everybody, I don't care if I'm fighting in front of 100,000 people. I don't care if I'm, if I'm, on, the, if I'm on the side of, a, in an alleyway. If Dana White signs me and makes sure that uh, there's a lot of zeros at the end of that contract... And I'm not going to jail after it's all said and done. We can fight in the alleyway. And that's what it was. We, yeah. we was fighting in, well, had some high power sheiks. I mean, when I walked out, it was like 10 sheiks. They're like, one of them was like in a gold freaking thing. I was like, holy shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, the first one with, with, the, with the, uh, the first fight island I went, like had like 10, 10, 10, 10 sheiks right there. I was like, oh. It's wild being be, over there, must right? Be, must be guys or something. You know? you know, the amount of money those guys have, it's not really registered. This is the thing when they talk about like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, like not probably yeah, the, not really. Yeah, the richest man in the world on paper. Yeah, because there's some guys, you know, let's go look at El Chapo's <laughs> stuff, you know, like where, where El Chapo. But then that goes there guys with the oil, though. The well, I oil think is El Chapo odd. was actually on Forbes 500 list at one point in time. For real? Yeah, that's one of the reasons why he was kind of getting in trouble. Yeah, of the money they did know, though. Yeah, of the did know. Well, the people that I know that are that study the cartel, that really understand the cartel, like that work with the Mexican government, they said there's a lot of guys that are way more prominent but they keep low-key oh yeah because they don't want to yeah they don't want to be, be like escobar <laughs> or pablo escobar yeah. or any of these guys that become famous he's yeah. like that's not what you do the smart yeah. guys they stay low-key yeah I know. and then they they run everything from the shadows yeah that's crazy that, that, yeah. but that's what they do and then they get guys like that so that's a little bit of their fortune it's like okay let that take take the heat while we still doing our work over here getting yeah. getting whatever we're doing you know but so like on. these royal families they don't have to disclose their income they don't have to so it's not it it's not the same thing as being like stockholders in tesla uh -huh. or whatever it is that makes you know on paper jeff bezos look very wealthy these guys don't have to do that yeah. So according to people that I know and you know, yeah. they're like these motherfuckers are way richer than anybody else. Oh yeah, they don't, they don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, um, I was talking to some stories about when Khabib they went there and they fought the Dustin fight, and uh, and then the kids like they they said like they don't care if they're wearing the robes and stuff. They don't care if they're a janitor. You let them do whatever they they want to do. Really? <laughs> so like they're just like well, running in the cage. At, like I guess I had kids and stuff running in the cage and they couldn't touch them. They was like you don't touch these guys. You don't oh. touch. Something's gonna happen to you if you touch them. You know. So I was like, oh, that's pretty wow. insane. 
Yeah. Well, they run things differently over yeah, there. Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean, they shut down the fucking whole a whole island for us. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a it's a lot different over there. But on the other side of the flip side of it, like I'm so happy that the UFC did that because that's how you get international fighters because there's no other way to get international fighters uh -huh. to put that island together and I'm so happy that they put together the first fight in Florida uh -huh. you know the the, the 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 first event with no audience I'm yeah. like I fucking love that they had the balls to do that I mean every day I, I do too you know I many UFC fighters you know they don't add, UFC is all they have you know yeah. they're not really at that point where they're like oh I'm gonna start branching off and do this and this and this a yeah. lot of them is just like this is UFC all I know is fighting so him giving us the opportunity and then you got to see and then you got to see a bunch of guys who really are fighters like you know like they're fighting like once every two weeks now yeah and it's like fuck yeah good yeah. for you you know yeah. like go make your name get your name out there and this and that and even with all the heat that uh UFC was getting, or even Dana, you know, that little that little FU video was pretty cool to see. You yeah. Know, when he came out with it. Yeah, and see, in the beginning, they were getting heat, but after a while, everybody did it. Yeah, they, I mean... They all did it. Bellator did it. They were talking shit. Yeah. NFL did it. NBA, NBA did, did it. it. Yeah. Well, MLB's the UFC, doing it now. They jumped way ahead of everybody. Yeah. They tested they everybody. They did it safe. I mean, you gotta... In anything, in, any, in sport, or even in business, gotta be a guy who's crazy enough to do it at first, you know? Like... Yeah. Elon Musk, people, he was telling everybody about Tesla, about SpaceX, and they all looked at him like, you're a jackass, you know? <laughs> you, like, he was like, you're a jackass. Yeah. You could look at this. And then he sold his PayPal. He went bank. He pretty much went broke. He jumped all his money into SpaceX and his store. And then he had to ask his friends, his rich friends, and only a couple of his rich friends like, yeah, you know what? I'll give you this much, you know? And look what happened. You know, you need one crazy guy to do it, and then everything starts to fall in place. He almost went bust as early as, as recent as 2018. Yeah. 2018, he almost sold Tesla to Apple. What? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was reading some article about that. Did you, did you read about that, Jamie? Well, Apple was trying to buy them. I don't know how close they got, but yeah. I think they got pretty close. <laughs> I think they got pretty close. I don't remember what, what the holdup was. But. I mean, I mean, when you got Apple trying to buy something, then yeah. you know, you know, it's like, you know, I got a fucking great idea. Nope. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for doubling down on me. I'm not stepping to you, Apple. I'm doing this. <laughs> if you want to buy me, I know I got something. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. want to hang in there. Exactly. Yeah. When when you first started, uh, when the, the the pandemic first first of all, did you get COVID at all? No, no, Never. no, no, I didn't. Never. Did you? Did, no, did you? No, 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 no I no. didn't. I, I, I've been I, around I, a lot of people that got it. Yeah, yeah. I was I was just smart about it. I was I was staying home. I f fell back in love with playing video games. I was just acting about when yeah. you playing video games. I was streaming on uh, Facebook gaming now. So I just been home, bro. I've been loving it. You You're know? a video game fiend. I lo I love I love video games, bro. I like I love uh, Modern Warfare right now. The Call of Duty, the Warzone is like the crazy thing right now. And then being being who I am and what I do, I get to play with some big time players. So it's just it's fucking exciting, man. So you it's get fun. to play with professional gamers? Is that yeah, some mean? professional oh, gamers. Wow. Yeah, I got I got this uh this my man named Tommy. I got to uh, I don't know if you know Nick Merce. Tim the Fat Man, uh, no. Tim, Tim the Fat Man, Tim the Tap Man. I got this. That's Tim. Go. Tim, I'm sorry. Tim. That's a clip. I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> Tim the Tap Man, but I got I got to play some games with some some big up guys, and they just trip out like, "Oh, you playing with these guys?" And, oh wow! And uh, it's just fun. You how know, good just, are you? I, I'm alright. They they like to gas me. I don't know how how like I don't know how good I really am. Like I like to think I'm pretty good, but they like to gas me up. They're like, "Holy shit, you're probably the best like player that plays sports." That celebrity that plays sports that actually played the game. So as good as good. you are at fighting, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. I, I, I would imagine you can get that good at anything you do. 
I mean, you guys can put your, you know, just, it's like you, you know, you just got to put your mind to it, I think, you know, and uh, yeah. I had a freaking, a lot, I had a year and so yeah. <laughs> to put my mind to that to a point where my fiance is like threatening me, like, get the fuck out <laughs> the games, you need to do shit. I'm like, I'm sorry, babe. Yeah, it can get absorbed, like, were you doing like eight hours a day, that kind of oh, shit? Oh, bro, like when, when it first Is came? this you? Yeah. Yeah, look at this, look at Max. This game is wild. This game is so fun. Oh my God, it looks fun. So fun. It's like, they need an anti-cheat though. Come on. Come on, Raven Software. Get your oh, anti-cheat Oh, is it out. cheats? Yeah, bro. People fucking, fucking Jackie Chan's and Bruce uh, Lee's. <clears throat> There's always a problem with video games and, and bots, right? Where dudes figure out a way of aiming bots and all kinds of different cheats where they could see through walls. Yeah. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wall, wall hacks and yeah. All so that. how do they uh, stop something like that? Do they have to just update the code? There is like a, like the Raven Software, they get... They gotta do that. I think it's coding. Coding. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like I know on a on a on a console, when you get caught cheating, they can pretty much ban your console from ever going online again. You know, oh. like that kind of stuff. And then like that's why PC gaming is super hard with it. But I saw like uh, what is that Counter Strike? I saw Counter Strike. They got the funniest game. Uh, how to catch cheaters like you go around a corner you start start shooting like you start dropping all your weapons and stuff it's so funny it's like oh my god like call of duty needs some of that so how, explain what happens you go around like it the person who's cheating they they start dropping their weapons yeah so like there's a place in the map in counter-strike that it said i was i was just looking up like how the softwares work that's why uh -huh. and i think so it was counter-strike but there's a place in the map where he go around the corner, he starts to shoot, and it, your weapons just get thrown out, like you're throwing your weapon down, or it keeps getting, have to reload, like it just keeps, like doing that animation where it just fucks with you in the games. Oh, so that's only for cheaters. So for cheaters, yeah, So yeah. like, they have it set up so that if you are a cheater and you get to this spot in the map, you're, oh, you're, yeah, you're, you're gonna, yeah, you just they, go they, yeah, they see the, yeah, they see the software, it's oh. so cool, I was like, I mean, Call of Duty needs that, imagine getting in a gunfight and you freaking just drop your weapons, it'd be so funny. <laughs> well, Counter-Strike, correct me if I'm wrong, it started with half-life right yeah half-life is a wild game you ever play half-life no i haven't never half-life is a cool this this the game game is cool it's about some scientists that are they're doing this experiment and they open up a portal to another dimension it's an old game like mm -hmm. what year was that half-life 3 they've been asking to come out for almost 20 years now so like it's it's an old yeah. really I, oh, shit. I, I, i'm getting i think so because i remember getting half-life 2 when i was in college which is like 2004 or 5 Mm. And Half-Life 3 has not come out yet. So, Well, wow. I remember a lot of when I was playing Quake, a lot of guys went over and started playing Counter-Strike, which is the multiplayer version of Half-Life. So it doesn't have all the monsters and the different dimensions and stuff, but it has all the conventional weapons. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Quake is like a different game. It's like yeah, you much more Yeah, you play Quake. Use hard. I remember oh. the first time I came here, you was telling me like... Yeah, you had to turn it off or you was going to be like single and stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, when we uh, set up at the old studio yeah. in L.A., uh, Jamie and I and Jeff, uh, we uh, we started playing every day. Yeah. And we were playing five hours a fucking yeah. day. And, and it became be like, a real hey, problem. Uh, hey, babe, um, today we're going in. We got this uh, person yeah. coming in and it's this last minute. You don't fucking work on Saturdays. No, 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 no. There's we a did. thing. There's I a thing. We had to get There's a network issue. <laughs> I got to go down there. We were playing so much, but I started getting good again. That's when it gets dangerous. That's when you get dangerous because you yeah. start winning yeah. and you start kicking ass. And like, exactly. Yeah, and then you start, I don't know, um, the, the funniest thing about um, about Call of Duty is... This, uh, this is Quake. See, oh, this, is this is so much faster paced. It's like some paced. Halo shit, yeah. yeah. It's so fast paced. That's the thing about it is like, you, it's so adrenaline fueled that as you're you're playing this game, 
your adrenaline just gets so Go jacked crazy. up. Yeah, it's like destiny. Too. And I would yeah. leave, and like my hands would be shaking, shaking. Yeah. my heart would be racing. I'd be like, "What? I feel terrible." <laughs> you went to a fucking workout, yeah. <clears throat> but it wasn't a workout because after a workout, you feel good. After this game, I would feel like really fucked up. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I, I really would. I would feel like that. Like I'm gonna. I I realize it's an addiction. Like it is really fun, but I can't. I just get addicted yeah. too easy. Yeah, I I have a super addicting personality. My coach would tell me. So yeah. he always told me like, cause I don't drink and stuff. I did a little bit, but he always told me like, Max, don't get into drinking. Like, and he's like, I was like, why? I can control myself. He's like, no motherfucker. <laughs> you listen here. You're you're addict. You're 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 an addict. <laughs> You're yeah. just gonna get something. You're just gonna keep on wanting, just pushing it to the limit, you know. And uh, that's what like, you are uh, with fighting. Yeah, that's, that's what why you got so yeah, good at fighting. Yeah, that's what, yeah. You know who told me that? BJ Penn. Yeah. Yeah. BJ Penn was telling me once that he was uh, talking to this friend of his, and uh, this uh, friend of his, he's like, uh, "How long have you been doing jujitsu?" And he's like, three years. I'm trying to get my black belt like you in three years, and this and that." And he's like, "Oh man," he goes, "You're really into jujitsu?" And he goes, "No, no, no." He goes, "I'm addicted." He goes, just like you, BJ. And then BJ said, oh, shit. And then I realized, like, I'm a fucking addict. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. goes, I just got addicted to jujitsu. I yeah. got addicted to something good. We were laughing. Yeah. But he's like, he was just realizing, like, I was addicted. Yeah. I'm addicted to jujitsu. It, yeah, it's his personality. Yeah. You know? And it's just, like I said, on uh, the Call of Duty game, the fun thing is uh, there's a, there's like, a, when you kill them, you can hear them. Kill comms. Oh, so really? you hear their opponents that you kill, so. The what funniest one is like, you fucking cheater. You're fucking uh, hacker. It's like, you know, they just start swearing at you. It's so funny. I'm like, uh, and that gets addicting. You know, you like love hearing people talking shit. <laughs> well, you could do that in Quake too, but it's, we would do that sometimes. We would set up microphones and talk to each other, but I kind of like it when you don't hear them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather not hear anybody. No, I love, I love hearing. I love talking shit. Just, <laughs> at the ending, at the ending of it, at the ending of it, like, uh, if you come first place, like, and, and the guy second place, if they stay to the end, ending stuff you can kind of talk there's a little chat time to talk to each other oh people get so salty in it <laughs> they get so mad man i'm like yeah i'm here for it people get a, they get very emotional about video <laughs> they're like, games, uh, man. They're like one of my friends is like fans like go back to the lobby you suck <laughs> it's like go back to the lobby go back to the <laughs> lobby <laughs> so funny. i'm like bro people take this way too serious but it's, it's good time have you ever fucked with oculus rift or any of those uh virtual reality games actually talking about it, it's weird mm -hmm. oculus actually is gonna send me something you see dana white's old yes. ass he's huffing and puffing yesterday he's like <laughs> <laughs> like this guy is not an ad I'm really saying this for myself yeah. so he's all tired and then I wrote to him <laughs> and Oculus wrote to me after after they sent me wrote to uh, write to, they actually wrote to me and I replied to them and they said they're gonna send me one so I'm excited I can't they're wait. very good you can get a good workout in with those boxing games they're cool too because yeah. when you get hit you see a flash of light yeah like this like, yeah like the sun like, yeah like you see the the boxing yeah. glove come at you and a, a light flashes like like you got hit so you yeah. feel like oh shit I got yeah. hit I mean. It's funny watching those videos, you know, the reaction videos of the kids playing the games and they're like running towards yeah. it oh, and they're running into their screen yeah. or they're jumping. Look at Dana. <laughs> Look at Dana's tired. It's Look at puffing it. and puffing. Yeah. It's boxing. Look, he's so tired. <laughs> I don't think he does any cardio. <laughs> yeah. I think Dana just does like chest and buys. <laughs> yeah. And maybe microdosing something. I don't know. Microdosing? What? <laughs> I mean, like testosterone? For it's, sure. This motherfucker is stacked. Yeah, he's he's getting large, but I think all he does is lift weights mostly. Oh so yeah, doing yeah. I don't think he's. I mean, into I saw him cardio. do pull ups. One, he killed okay. it on his pull ups. Yeah, he yeah. kills his pull ups. He's right? a strong, dude. He's super yeah. strong, yeah. and he's a boxer, right? Didn't he do yeah, boxing he boxed a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
We need to get him in the celebrity. Do you remember fight when something. he was supposed to fight Tito Ortiz? Do you remember that? Yeah, but yeah. what happened? Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what went wrong there. How do you think it would have went? Dan's a good boxer, man. Yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, if they're just but look, if it's it's a fight, Tito Ortiz gonna take yeah, him down, yeah, smash yeah. him. Tito's a fucking, no, no. It was gonna be a boxing match. Tito's a fucking. Gorilla. But did you see? Do you not see? He's a big guy. Tito. Do you not? Yeah, Tito is huge. But do you not see? You know what? All these crazy boxing fights and fighting MMA guys fighting. Yeah. Do you not see what's his name? Uh, Frank Mir is fighting that an yes. actual champion boxer. Antonio Tarver, the guy who knocked out Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, he's fighting a beast. Tarver is. This guy got two belts. Fucking good. This guy, yeah. yeah. I, once I saw him, I was like, bro. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are well, we doing? Let the boxers of MMA fight boxers in boxing. Yeah, Antonio Tarver, Frank Mir to box on Jake Paul, Ben Askren card. Oh, man. I, look, Frank Mir, he's a hes a gangster. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll fight anybody. I mean, Frank Mir's I mean, been around I for mean, a Frank, long time. Frank, if you're watching... Tarver, take, 52. Take the point deduction, do a do a Grammy roll into a heel hook, and just <laughs> crack it one time. You take it. Yeah, well, if you wanted to. Yeah, if you wanted to, that's a wrap. All <laughs> just take do is it, leg take, kick yeah, him once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the one point, whatever it is. Take the yeah. one point, and then... Uh, just hit him with one calf kick. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, I, I so forgot. Up. I'm just in this I mode, you know? Up. Or one oblique kick to the knee. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> Just it's it, it slipped my mind. I'm just fighting. I've been fighting MMA my whole life. I can't, Come on. I can't help myself. I elbow in the clinch. I don't mean to. It's just <laughs> one. You just need one. You take the one point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No one wants to fight MMA. That's what's interesting. Like the only one who ever had the balls to do it was James Tony. He's the only guy that ever. And stepped he did in. it. Yeah. And he did it. And I respect the man. But uh, I Randy ran Couture. Ran, Randy Couture. A, a, a G for doing that. Yeah. Just a single, real low single. Leg. Yep. Ankle. Tripped him, boom. Yep. Yeah, low single, got him down, arm triangled him. I ran into James Tony afterwards, like a week later at the gas station. Yeah, what happened? He lived near my house. Oh. I used to run into him all the time. Yeah, what did he say? He's like, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, he took it. Hey, yeah. you know, like, most guys would be like, oh, you're not standing up with me. But he knew yeah. he was getting into a, like, a fight fight, you know? Well, I think the way James looked at it, it's like, look, his hands are better than anybody that's ever fought in the UFC. All he has to do is land, land one, one shot. That's everybody's. Yeah. That's the whole, all they're thinking. All they're yeah. thinking of boxers coming over is like, oh, okay, yeah, you can take me down. But if I land that uppercut, would you step in and something going to die? Like Derek Lewis, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like Derek Lewis. Like, look at that. That was But Derek shit. Lewis is an MMA yeah, fighter. Every, like, yeah, he knows yeah. how to distance yourself and whatever, yeah. you know? But T-Bud is a... Uh, Terrence Crawford, he, he was wrestle. a he was a wrestler yes. in Omaha. Yes, so uh, and that'd his be sons all wrestle yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they wrestle right now. It was and funny. T Bud is so complex. Yeah, like, yeah. He yeah. can switch stances. He stance. He's a switch fighter, just yeah. as good from Southpaw as Orthodox. Yeah. And he, and he got power, power. So if anybody wanted to fight in MMA and fight, I think it would be up, him. It would be him. I think it would be him. Yeah. yeah, but he's making so much money in boxing. Why would he do that? Yeah, why? Yeah, why? Did you not just see like some of the boxing? Did you see like uh, uh, Timofeo Lopez? Just what bid they got? Mm-hmm. From Triller, it's just stupid money. What did he get? They the bid was like six point two, uh, six point zero million dollars on the fight that he got coming up. Really? Yeah, and he's and he's getting like six seventy or sixty something percent. Yeah, he's Good getting like four him. million, I think, from it. It's like that's what's up. Listen, man, that guy beat the guy who the everybody was saying was the best. Pound was gonna pound smash fight. him too. Lomachenko. Like, yeah. You know, like I I told I I was you know like I was just telling everybody I think if uh I think knockout. It's all Lopez, but if it goes to the decision, it's going to be Loma. And then he goes out there and just 
Beats does what he does. Smashes. You know what it was? He put him in so much danger. Yeah. Tifimo has so much power. Power. So much. You, and you can see, you know, everybody like, I, I, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big uh, stuff fan. You know, uh, what is his name? Matrix. I'm a big fan of him, but at the end of the day, it's like everybody's like, oh, he's so, like he had an injury or something. He had shoulder surgery after, but it's like, come on, man. Like he he know how to win. He's a fighter. He he took the fight for a reason. You know, like he had some just, good moments in the yeah, later just rounds. Yeah, Lopez just had a a great game plan. I think so. Put him in danger where. He thought he wasn't going to be in danger, and uh, he did his thing, man. Lopez is way more powerful. And way he's more huge. powerful. He's a Lopez big guy. is like one of the guys that look like, like uh, for boxing, looks like he's like an MMA guy fighting to cut weight over there in boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, usually right. boxers walk around, their fight weight, you know, they don't cut too much, but Lopez is huge. Every time he steps in there, he looks like three, four times size the guy. I'm like, holy shit. He's big. He's big, muscular, fast as fuck. And he keeps fast. he keeps that pace too. The he whole time. He doesn't the gas whole time. out. Yeah, yeah, the whole time. He's dangerous deep into the twelfth round. The whole, he gets yeah. to it, knock you out in the twelfth round. Yeah. He won the twelfth against Lomachenko. Yeah. That was a big part of the fight because yeah. Lomachenko was coming on. He was remember? coming on right, yeah. right that like around like the what, the ninth or eighth round mm-hmm. they're saying? Yeah, but he cemented it in the twelfth. Yeah. He's a beast. And, and a young kid too. He's so like twenty two. Yeah, twenty three or 23? yeah, twenty three or yeah, something around that. Twenty three, twenty four, or yeah. around that age. I'm like, bro, not I'm, even in his prime. Not even yeah. close. I remember when you were fighting in the UFC. First fight in the UFC. You, what are you, twenty? I was twenty. I was that twenty. Was wild. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. That was that was good fun. That was a good fun time. Isn't it crazy looking back now? You're you're a, a veteran, world champion veteran, and you come back and think about when you were twenty years old when you first fought in the UFC. It just Time keeps rolling. You keep getting better. Yeah. Keep having more experiences. That's the that's the whole thing, you know. It was funny. I mean, we talked about it last time I was on here, and uh, we just talk about how everybody is like, yeah, this young new contender, this young new line coming up. I'm like, I'm fuckers. I'm the youngest guy in the division. I'm 29 <laughs> years old. Relax. Is that crazy? Yeah, crazy. like I like like uh, I remember that the Ortega fight was stuff, and then yeah. even this fight there was like a new a new young hungry contender with Qatar. They was saying, yeah, but Qatar is the one that was like uh, like he actually said the age thing. You know, yeah. I didn't know Qatar was that old either, but um, he said the age thing, and then he was like, oh, a freshman and whatever, and I was like, fuck, finally someone calling me some type of freshman or something. Thank you, Qatar. He said you were a freshman. He's a senior. Yeah, right? that's what he said. Yeah. He said that's what, uh, it was funny because when I was sitting down, I was like, okay, that was a crazy fight, man. That was, in my opinion, like one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen in my entire career. That was that was my favorite fight of all time. All man. the fights I've ever called. That I mean, watching fights, you know, seeing seeing fights since I was a kid. There's there's something about that fight where it seemed like you came into your own in that fight in a way, like you. First of all, Calvin Cater, that guy is a super dangerous Monster. guy. Super Monster. dangerous. Some of the best hands in the sport. Monster. And for you to outbox him the way you did, and just to put it on him, round after round after round, and then in the final round when you're talking shit and you were <laughs> pointing over to the UFC matchmakers, yeah, like yeah. I'm the best boxer in <laughs> MMA, and he's throwing punches at you yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're moving your head. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ, Max is in the fucking matrix. Yeah. Like this, this, there's moments in guys' careers. Where they they reach this new place, you know, and that's what it looked like with yeah. you. You just looked like you were in this new place. I did, I felt great, man. I felt great, and uh, you know, going back to talking about that, like uh, one of my coaches, he told me, he's like, "Yo, Max, what if uh, months before this fight, I told you that uh, you're gonna set all kind of striking records, not against not against anybody, against a guy who's supposedly have way better boxing than you, 
who has better boxing uh, than most of the UFC they're claiming, and uh, you're going to just totally make him look like shit. And I told him, I wouldn't believe you. He's like, well, you just did it. I was like, what? I was like, it was crazy because like, there's a one thing to do it against someone. Like, I'd had these numbers or close to these numbers was with Ortega. You well, know? you had three of the top fights with the most strikes landed ever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 ever, ever, so... And then that one, yeah, which eclipsed all of them. Yeah, I know, and then the, there's, like, this graph going around after the fight, like, with all, like, all the UFC fights, all kind of dots of specific strikes, and then there's, like, two dots, like, way far from everything. It's like, yeah, those two dots is uh, Max Holloway's. I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty cool, you know, when you see that kind of stuff, it's pretty cool, but well, it's It's not just that, you did it in a fight where it was all stand-up. Yeah. A lot of the fights with significant strikes landed, it's on the Someone ground. Someone on the ground lying down punching them, and yes. that's what I tell people, I'm like... And everybody's like, oh, somebody did this much significant strikes. I was like, yeah, let me lie on someone and punch them in the face yeah. from the top. I would love to do that, not not worrying about getting hit back, you know. Right. It's like, we're, this is at distance strikes, you know. I'm just putting myself in danger. It's, it's a 50-50 chance, or I let you like to let them think it's a 50-50 chance they get for hitting me. But I, I make sure the odds are uh, always on my side. Well, you showed so much movement in that fight and so many angles and footwork and your understanding of distance. The craziest part about it was you said you didn't spar at all for that fight. Not at all. Zero. Tell me about that. I had uh, I had uh, the first, the second Volsanagi fight, the first uh, Fight Island fight. We couldn't. We could not move. Like, people, like, I, I did my training on Zoom, and people was like, you're fucking lying, and blah, blah, blah. A lot blah. of people did think you were lying. I was like this and that. I'm I like, thought you were lying. Yeah, but how, I, I couldn't. Like, I'm not going to try and meet with these coaches with these guys and, like, get busted, you know? Especially who I am, you know? Like, there was people breaking protocols and, like, there's, like, Hawaii famous people or, or famous people that was flying into Hawaii that was breaking the uh, the mandate of, like, going around or whatever, you know, the COVID protocols. And uh, they was getting arrested. I was like, fuck, I can't be getting arrested before my fight. This is some crazy shit. So we did, we did that. I didn't spar. I felt great. Now, when you did that, though, how do you do Zoom workouts? Like, how, how did you organize that? I had, I had mats at home. And then we zoom, and then like uh, one of my coaches would we'd get online and do stuff. And I had a bag at home, and I'd hit the bag and stuff, do drills and this and that, and add weights and stuff. I was so no grappling weights. at all. No, no grappling until fight week. No grappling, no, no pads. No nothing. No nothing until fight week. Just hitting the bag. Yeah. So, so what did you do for conditioning? And, and I lit. I would say I got to lift weights. I went to I went to a friend's house that had weights and stuff. Or my not friends. My strike my strength and conditioning coach's house. He actually have uh, some place that he had a little spot for us in his garage, and that's where I'd go. You know, everybody else. Uh, everybody else had like kids and stuff. And they was like worried, worried. So I was like, you yeah. know, I ain't gonna be mad about everything going on. So we we figured out a way. It's interesting the way people look at COVID then versus the way they look at it now. Back then, easier. they everybody thought we were all gonna die. <laughs> well, you know, like everybody yeah. was worried, like a lot of us were gonna die. And now everybody's like, I don't want to get sick. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't want to get sick because I heard this is like flu-like symptoms. You know, and then, depends on who and, it is. Yeah, you and, know, and, Dustin yeah. had it, and he didn't even know he had it. Oh, for real? Dustin, I tested him yesterday. He was here yesterday. Yeah, well, he didn't even know he had it. Oh, he had it when he came here. No, he had oh. gotten over oh. it, so oh, he had nice. the antibodies. He tested negative, but he had the antibodies. So after his fight. With Connor, he got COVID and didn't even know it. That's crazy. And then came in here and just found out about it yesterday that oh, he had shit. the antibodies. Oh shit! Yeah. And he, they, they were like, "You got the antibodies. You're you're negative for the disease, but you have the antibodies." He's like, that's "Oh." Crazy. I go, "Did you even notice it?" He goes, "No, I never felt it." That's crazy. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. His wife felt a little run down. Yeah. And he's like, "I thought that was jet lag, you know, flying yeah, from for Abu sure. Dhabi." Yeah. 
that fucking that that flight is not fun. I don't that think much. I don't think the disease would fuck with you. I think it's it's a real problem with people with that have poor that health. have out that have outlining health issues. Yes, that's what it is. And yeah. and and then people who are really old, like you can be really old, but if your system is like down, it's like it's kind of tough, you know. Here's an example against that though. Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt got it, but you know what happened with Cody? He had it and he kept training hard. So he's training for a fight. So he's in. He didn't know he had it. He never got tested. So he's like full camp, two, three a days. You know, Cody, he trains like a fucking savage. And so he's breaking his body down. So he just like couldn't recover. And he'd look at his watch, like he had a whoop strap. He'd look at his whoop strap and it was like 1% every day. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I not recovering? And then finally he goes to do Mike Tyson's show. He did Mike Tyson's hot box and they tested him there. And that's how he found out he had COVID. So he had COVID for months crazy before he got tested that's just nuts it's just i mean so he was training yeah. with covid and that's how beating he's, himself yeah, up because you're beating like you can be healthy like you said but you're beating you're beating yourself down yes you're beating yourself down your body not recovering it and i'm probably he's probably not doing a lot of recovery stuff because he's so you know what i mean he's at a point in his age where he's like oh i just recover i just yeah. so used to do feeling like this so why i'm gonna do it you know yeah it's uh it's just interesting that you were able to fight and to train a full camp for a guy like Volkanovski, especially a rematch with no sparring, with no partners, with no nothing. Yeah, we we had a lot of we had a lot of men, like uh, mental stuff, mental training. You know, it was a lot of mental things and um, like visualization. Yeah, like I got to visualize or even just think of think of new new ways to move or. Uh, I, I got to think of ways to set up stuff. Like I just had more time to myself to think about actual, the actual fight and and whatever. And then even with the uh, with the sparring, like n- the second fight for the Qatar, we didn't spar, but I moved with my partners. You know, we grappled or we had stand up. We had ideas of well, this is how he moves. So I just got used to, to the movement and and we keyed on on certain things and that's it. But it was nothing ever like cracking you. You know, like I would get. I mean, you know how it is. You see all these guys, they say, like, oh, I got hurt sparring. I got hurt sparring. That's how all my injuries came. I got hurt from grappling hard or sparring hard. So if you just take that out, you know, like, you get a 200% of yourself. But it comes a point, like, everybody thinks I'm, I'm telling everybody to stop sparring. You know, I'm telling the young kid to stop sparring. I'm not telling the young kid to stop sparring. When I was 16, I had to spar. But it comes a point where you spar enough to the points where everything happens. Or even fights, like, I fought injured. I sparred injured. You know, I got... I got I got hurt. I had to come through stuff. Like you need these times before the show because when it comes in the show and you get hurt in a fight or something, you panic. You get buzzed in the fight, you panic. But then if you do it in the sparring or these amateur fights, then it's it's simple. But when you get, you get to that you, certain you yeah, when you get to that certain point, then you start sparring and you save your brain. Because like right now, I'd say at least eighty five to eighty seven percent or even close to ninety one percent of the UFC fighters you don't have to, you know. If you didn't come to the to the uh, contender series, I think you don't have to really uh, spar anymore. You know, like we're all, we're all at a high level already of thinking and doing this. Like, there's other ways that you could do to figure stuff out. You know, and that's just what I think. You know, I'm not telling everybody. So, else to do, do it. you guys do a lot of drills with pads? Drills. Yeah, drills you know? with pads or even drills uh, drills on drills. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, not like not really Dutch way, but like more. Uh, towards like a, a fighter, yeah. Towards come a fighter, at you with a punch yeah. And you'll yeah, step yeah, to the yeah. Side and then and we counter. practice it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll practice it, you know. Like we yeah. look, we look for. Um, whenever I watch tape, we look for consistencies. Uh, guys that they do consistent movements all the time, and we work for those movements. And then we go, we apply, we ask my partner to go, and now it's much, it's much more easier 
to ask someone to uh, replicate this guy for me while we're moving versus to ask someone to replicate somebody when we're sparring hard because right. I would spar hard with them. They'll start getting yeah. They'll start getting the ass beat, and they'll be like, "Fuck, frick this!" I give him a better look when I'm training, uh, when I'm doing myself. So I'm gonna go to that. But that's not it, you know. Right. Like, even if you right. give me a better look as yourself, I'm trying to I'm trying to get ready for this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and a lot of people, it, that's when ego and stuff come in, yeah. and and so on, and so on. So I think uh, I think so. We figured out a way where it worked for me, and uh, and you guys got to see. You know, it's like I just I felt so good. My body, everything was like. Dude, you Everything were on was fire. good. Yeah, I just I, I felt great. If you don't understand how good Calvin Cater is, you don't understand how good your performance is. Cause yeah, I, th I thought Calvin. Yeah, I thought Calvin Cater was, and, and it takes two. And I tell everybody with um with this with the numbers and stuff, you know, like the the reason why I didn't hit this numbers against uh against Ortega is because we went only four rounds. You know what I mean? Like yeah, <laughs> like like Ortega's a different beast too. You know, I think so. The ref said what he said, and that's what happened in that fight. But like. Qatar was had a like was crazy because one of the rounds I think so like the third or fourth round I hit him, and uh, he was just gone. Like I was like he was gone at the ending of the round. I was like, oh, this guy not walking off for the fifth round. There's no way. And motherfucker jumping up and down. Yeah. Like like like, like like it was the first round. I was like, I was like, okay then. <laughs> There's my answer. Uh, if you would you feel like getting punched some more, my friend? We're gonna we're gonna do this. <laughs> No, he's tough as fuck, man. Because there were a lot of moments in that fight where he could have quit. Wait, wait, he could have. And it's crazy because like, you see it. You see him. You see him get to that moment. Like I feel it. Like it's right there. And he just throw like a bomb and he he lands it on me. I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, come on, man. And they're like, I hear everything. I can hear his corner yelling at him and stuff and this and that. I'm like, God damn it, Cater. I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, one time I was like, uh, um. What was funny was at one time in a fight, like he was just fucking throwing and he somehow landed a left hook or overhand on me and he was on the fence. And I was like, bro, the fight was just about to get finished. Like, come on, Carrier. Just like, come on, just do it. But then, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, it's not my job. You know, I can't, I can't focus on what the ref going to do, what is, what is, uh, if his team is going to throw in the tie. I just got to focus on him, you know. And Do you uh, think they should have stopped that fight at any point in time? I mean, at the end of the day, frick, I th I'm in Cater's shoes, like me talking as a fighter. No way. I was like, give me a shot. And this guy's, you know, this he's a puncher. Yeah. He's a puncher puncher. Like this guy can like put someone down, you know, but you know, it's funny because like Teddy Atlas said the same thing, but Teddy Atlas was like telling me when I was on his show, he was like, Oh, he was like, But Max, you never got dropped. So I don't know. The odds of uh the odds of him knocking you out because he's a puncher puncher is still not there, you know, it's still slim, but it is there, but at the end of the day, I, I, I can't speak on that, you know, because as a fighter, I'd be like, frick, you know, leave, leave me in there. You know, right. I want to fight, you know, like even like, even my way with even like, even championships, you know, you want to find the best guy, right? And and the way I look at it is like, if it's the best, it's not, a fight is a fight until until it's over and then it's people's per, uh, perceptions on the fight. So after the five rounds, then it's a fight, you know, like, and, but I thought this was supposed to be the two best guys in the world, you know what I mean? Like, my my take on it was like, why why don't we just have these fights? Yeah, we have the rounds. But we just go until someone wins the fight. Right. Instead of we we keep this p 
perception out of it. We just keep going round after five rounds. Guess what? We're going to six. Guess what? We're going to seven. We're going to someone quit. That's how you find the best fighter in the world at that weight. Old whatever school it is. Jack Johnson style. Why not? You know what? That's the way I think. Because oh, it's just perception. Man. It's just a perception, right? Because They'll never do that in America, but they might do it in Asia. Yeah. Like maybe you could talk 1FC. Yeah, one might, like that. one might be doing some wild stuff like that. I, they, <laughs> they see some wild stuff. You see, uh, they signed the, uh, you know, I, I, I'm friends with the Lee's family. Yeah. And and uh, Christian Lee and Angela Lee, they're both champions over there, yeah, right? Yeah. The young the young sister just fought today. She won. She's sixteen years old. Oh really? She's sixteen. She's a professor. She fight. fought she won. in one today. One she FC? fought in one FC today. She won. Who's on the card today? I have no idea who's on the card. I think so. I had a kickboxing a kickboxing mm. match might be headlining it. They're doing John uh, John Wayne Parr versus Nikki Holtzkin. Oh, that should be a yeah, crazy fight, right? Crazy because they, they, they do crazy things over in one. They'll have like stand up fights. They'll have kickboxing rules fights. Yeah. And they'll have Muay Thai with the MMA gloves. Yeah. Some crazy shit. Do you think that there's ever going to be an organization that allows you to fight, like, literally to the end? I don't know. I don't, I like, there comes. How many rounds do you think you could go? Me? Yeah. I go to whatever round until the guy quit. I don't care. I don't care what round it is. Is this. I ain't giving up before you. I know that. You know what I mean? You better clip my ass and my brain better t- better stop me because as long as I'm conscious, I'm 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 going to the next round and the next round. What is the most amount of rounds you've ever trained? I mean, I do like I mean, you can talk to people. I mean, some of us actually you can't cuz no one's going to talk about it, but but like I I do like when we used, when we was getting ready for championship fights, like I I did like a lot of a lot like I would would go to like 12 rounds sometimes. Like I would spar, and it's 5 minutes. And I would spar and like we'd do like we're supposed to do like 5 to 6 and I would spar and I'd be like, "Nah, I ain't I'm finishing on this fucking round. And then we go to the seven. I was like, nah, stood a shitty round. Fuck this. We're going some more. Like, And then I think so the most I did was like around 12 or 13 when I was like, okay, that's I'm a, good. That's more than an hour of sparring. 13 Bro, you rounds? Just fucking, that's you, crazy. Just going, I just, I, you know, you just, I just wanted, like, I just didn't feel it. I was like, bro, I don't feel it. I'm feeling it. And finally, when I felt it, I was like, okay, I'm good. I'll go, I'll go home, you know? If people don't understand what that, that's like an hour of sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. It's uh, it, your your cardio is one of your biggest weapons, man. Yeah, yeah. You put a pace on people. Yeah. Like, like if you think if you look at you, the numbers landed in in fights and that that fight in particular, like a big part of that fight, the success in that fight. First of all, you have to have the skill to land all those significant strikes. Uh-huh. But it's just the fact that you can land all the significant strikes and not have any breakdown of your technique in the fifth round. There's no. You weren't slower. You weren't. It was wasn't more forced or labored. You didn't slow down the pace. It's it's crazy. I felt good, and it's funny you bring that up because like people always ask me, "What is your workout? What is your workouts like? This and that." I like. I always think. I was like, I could tell you guys my workout. I could bring you guys to the workout, but that that ain't it. You know, that ain't it. I was talking to Sean, one of your security guys out there, and uh, you you have a bunch of Navy SEALs and military people come all the time. And they talk about this place where you got to go when, where, where you get pushed to the point of breaking and then you get pushed past that. You have to go in. And that's, and that, that's a very dark place, you know, like, like Sean or next, uh, ex-Navy SEALs and stuff. 
those guys gotta live there you know what i mean now yeah. thankful for me i have a passport so i kind of like i just kind of show my passport i'm here for a little bit and then i'm out you know right. what i mean but uh because <laughs> those, those motherfuckers they right. crazy crazy you know right. what i mean but my passport is like yeah stamp me and stamp my exit sheet i'm out of here you know and that's that's what <laughs> it is passport you know? to crazy land yeah and, yeah and and that's what it is a lot of people think it's a it's a training thing you know i have the, the best strength and conditioning coach but it's not it's not the training that we do it's like it's the mental stuff that he pushed me to. Like, there's so many stuff. I, I'm going to sound like a baby or a bitch, but I don't, I don't want to do this. And he's like, well, guess what? I don't give a shit what you want. <laughs> You're doing this. <laughs> and I'm doing it. And I'm doing it. And I'm like, I'm dead tired. I'm dying and this and that. And on our workouts. But he always, he pushed me past that limit. And every, and it's every camp. Like, every camp, I'm like, yeah, going into camp, just feeling like the man. Like, fuck yeah, he's not going to break me in this one. And he somehow finds me. You know, he finds <laughs> it. And then you question yourself. Like, oh, Max, do you want to do this or not? And then you go to that limit. You know, it's, everybody think it's a, my cardio is a training thing or this and that. But it's, it's more of a mental thing, you know. It's a more of a mental thing that plays that 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 passport come in handy at certain times, you know. And uh, when I can check out, I'm I'm happy that I can check out. So when you've been able to go into that dark place so many times during training, does it get any easier? Uh I mean, I wouldn't say get easier, but you get but more used to but, it. But you get there, yeah. You get used to it, you know. And uh, and it's just different. I mean, it's just you can ask my fiance, you know. She's the best, you know. Shout out to to her, Alyssa, I, I love you. Yeah, you know, thank you for everything. But she's the one that pulls up with most of the, my shit, man. Like there is like, there's like, uh, 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 Facebook gaming Max Holloway. There's fighting Max Holloway. There's training camp Max Holloway. There's the daddest man on the on the planet Max <laughs> Holloway. You know, there's all these things and like, and my fiance, man, she fucking she does everything for me. I love her and uh, I. Like, she gets the shit in of stuff. Like, when I'm in training camp, like, I'm a prick. Like, I'm just, like, I'm just in, like, you know, like, the, the passport is stamped during that eight weeks, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, at eight weeks at a time, I'm this guy that you got to go there. But I, I would say it gets it gets easier because I understand what I need to do and I understand time. You know what I mean? Uh, time is, is so important to me. Uh, uh, not that much people understand what time is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm taking away time from... My coaches and their family, they get, they have kids. They can be great parents. They have a gym to run. They can do all this, but they make, they make special time for me to train. You know, like my strength and conditioning coach, a lot of the times he canceled, he pretty much closes the gym for me to train. Like maybe I might have one or two people with me, but it's like, he's not even focusing on them. He's always focused on me. You know, it's like, I, I respect these people's time. And, and that's what it is. Even my, even my fiance's time, you know, I'm all about time. Like a lot of people think, so like, Oh, Max, you're at this level. You deserve that. Or I get to this. You deserve this. Or uh, I'm this here, so you should be acting this cer certain way to me. I, I'm. I never ever was like that. I always thought like you motherfuckers. Like I can never get back. Like Joe, if I ask you, I know you signed that big Spotify deal. I was like, hey, I want hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? I can potentially give you a hundred million dollars back. But then now I'm taking up your time and and we're sitting now we're talking for three hours. I can never give you three hours back. Right. And people don't understand that. They're like, what the fuck? You know, like every time I tell them that, like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah. So if you're hitting me up to train or something, don't waste my fucking time when I'm here. Don't fucking be talking story. Like right. when we set a time, fucking show up on time. Be ready to go at this time. Not not I tell you to here and then you over here. You come. You show up on the time and you're rolling out. No, we want to train at this time. I want to train at this time because. 
they got my coaches got something better to do. I got something better to do. I like I know I got the fight. Do I want to be training? No, I'd rather be sitting down on top of my fucking good ass chair with my po- with my perfect ass posture playing video games. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> even, I'd rather be surfing with my with my son, watching my yeah. son surf. You know, like yeah. you know how much times I miss out on times where like even bef- this last fight. I was there for his birthday, but I wasn't, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand. Like, I was physically there, but I couldn't eat the cake. I couldn't eat hash, uh, ice cream. I couldn't right. enjoy people's time because I, and the whole COVID shit too, you know. It's like, we couldn't do a, do a bigger one than what it usually is, you know. So, as this, if I could tell anybody thing, how to be successful is like, get control of time and get control of your mental. That's, that's, uh, that's how you take you places. Well, both of them are connected, right? Because if you appreciate time, it's your mind that makes you appreciate time because you appreciate the significance of, of that, that time training. And mm-hmm. if you think about how much time you spend, like, all 100% fully in and committed as opposed to some people. Like, we all know a guy will say, I worked out an hour and a half today. Yeah. But if you worked out with him, you'd see a lot of fucking around on the phone. A fucking IG. You'd see talking to oh, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd see taking rounds oh, off. Yeah. Lot, there's a lot of that, yeah. right? Yeah, and there, and and there's times and places for it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like out of camp, it's funny because like uh, some sometimes like uh, professional sport players they come to uh, they come and train with us sometimes, and then uh, some one of them told my coach he's like, oh, uh, he he was with me when I was like not getting ready for a fight, and then he was there when I was getting ready for a fight, and he told my coach he's like, holy shit, he's like, now I understand why Max uh why Max is where he's at because like. He don't fucking play around, like, cause when he first came, like, I talking stories to him, this and that, lifting, hit my weights, do whatever. They're super loud gagging, like, and then he explained that, and then he said, but now he in fight camp, motherfucker, come in, you know, talk to nobody, train and leave. Because <laughs> 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 I, I don't want to talk to nobody. Right. I, I'm just, I, I, I got the passport stamped. Yeah. I'm in this fucking crazy, crazy ass land. place. I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> deal with nobody. Like, you guys tell me wrong thing. A fight might break up right there, and right. like, I, that's a fight that I, I'm not gonna win because I'm gonna lose legally. Lo- Right down the line, so I'm right. good, you know. Yeah, it, well, it, that's what makes a champion, right? Full commitment. Yeah, it's a different level of mental commitment and appreciation of time is a part of that, and also appreciation of the fact that you got to be willing to push yourself to those dark places. Like, look at Calvin. Like w- the moments when you had him against the cage and you are battering him. Yeah, that's a dark moment that's, for a guy like yeah, that. You I know that guy wanted to quit. Did, did not quit. Did you not, bro? With the, one of the elbows, he did the the freaking. I think he bring back the Dougie for a little bit, and yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and and he somehow came back from it. I was like, bro, and yeah. it's like some of the shots too. I was picking my shots. Like there were yeah. shots where I was like, was soft, soft, soft. Like I was trying to get a finish, but then when I didn't see nothing happening, I like I wound up on some shots, and like I was like, ooh, I was like, bro, this guy, he he, take it. he different, different. You know, like yeah. he's an animal, and that's why I tell everybody, like it take it takes two in there. It does take two in there. That's that's a big thing. I mean, it also takes a really scary challenge to rise to the occasion. If you just knew you can go in there, like if you're fighting all ten year olds, you know, you you know, you don't have to train. You just yeah, go in there yeah, and fuck yeah. them up. But yeah. you know that you have a real dangerous killer in front of you in Calvin Cater. Yeah. He's a, oh yeah. He's a straight up killer. Oh yeah. And then especially with the boxing stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was this when I was hearing all that, I was I was just you know I was in. I was in crazy land on top of the roller coaster, being like, "Woohoo, crazy land! <laughs> Here we go again!" You know, so I was, I was loving it. What was it like when you were in that fifth round when you were talking shit? When you were like, "I'm the best boxer in the I, UFC." It was funny because I, I, I remember everything. I had him against the, I had him against the cage, and I was, I was, pu- I was punching him, and then I heard, uh, I heard Dan Hardy say something about numbers, 
or significant strikes landing. So that first thing I yell to him is, count it up. <laughs> I told him, count it up, because like, I'm going to keep punching, you know, like, keep counting. And then he caught me with a jab. And I just, just get me pissed off. I was like, well, like Max, you talking shit? And you letting this guy hit you? Like, what? That's like when I did the, I, the, the flex. I looked at him, and then I, I punched him. And then they said something. And then I heard DC talk. And I know DC's fucking hit the wannabe daddest man on the planet. You don't want to <laughs> fight my ass. DC, I hear his voice. And then I'm like, okay. And then I, I start talking. And then in the corner of my eye, I still in the fight. I, I'm looking at them. And in my corner of my eye, I see Calvin start trying to throw punches. So I'm like talking to him the whole time. And then if you see it, I do it underneath the duck. And, and he didn't hit. He didn't land one punch, you know? If you see it in the video, I look right at him. I go, what? Like, like, like the kind of what? Like, what the fuck just happened? Like, what? Like, not what towards him. Like, just right. like, what the hell just happened? You know, but you threw like ten, uh, uh, five punches and you missed? I wasn't even looking at you. That's what, that's what I was thinking, you know? <laughs> and then I just had to let him know that I'm the, and then that's when I screamed, I'm the best boxer, uh, in the UFC. And then, and then, um. And then I told him, the freshman came to play. That's what I was telling him. I was telling him, the freshman came to play. I was telling DC yeah. too. And then it was funny, you know. It's just, I, I was just, man, it's just, you just get in these moments, you know. And, and, and all these athletes, they strive for it, you know, especially this stuff where they talk about that one moment, this and that, and everything slowed down. And, like, it just slowed down, you know. And it was great. It was like it was like my point down moment, Ricardo Lamas, you know, all over again. Mm -hmm. I got to reunite it with doing this slipping. But it was one of those moments you just... You just felt untouchable, you know. You give you give your corners a heart uh, a heart attack for a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but it felt good, you know. Like that that's the kind of stuff that uh, in the history books forever. The concern about a fight like that is like, does a guy like Calvin Cater really recover from a fight like that? Is he ever the same again? That and that's the and that's the thing, you know. That's the thing that I, I think about all the time because we you know you you watch boxing. You've been around for boxing forever, it's, it, especially in boxing. I don't know if MMA you can recall, but. I'm sure there's boxing fights where you watch, you know, like a, like a, a Miguel Cotto versus uh, what is that the the guy's name that cheated? Margarito. Margarito. Yeah. Like you know, like that fight changes life. Yep. That fight changes life. He never ever fought the same. Cotto never right. fought the same. No matter how much I like to tell myself, like when he was coming back and he was he did win some fights, it's like Cotto's back. It's like it he got it, battered. Yeah, in that it, fight. Didn't, it didn't. Look you know what like a real him. good example is Julio Cesar Chavez versus Meldrick Taylor. Yeah. Meldrick Taylor was. The fucking man. Olympic gold medalist. Some of the fastest hands I've ever seen in my life. And Chavez just broke him down. Broke him down. Broke him down. Broke him down. And then finally in the last round, stopped him with like five seconds to go on the clock. Richard Steele calls off the fight. Meldrick Taylor is never the same again. He got beaten up in that fight so bad. Julio Cesar Chavez just kept ripping to the body, going up top, ripping to the body, trying to catch him, moving, 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 and finally gets him in the corner. Blam! Drops him with the right hand, and you see Meldrick drop. And it's accumulation of strikes. Yeah. It's the, the blows over the entire course of the fight. Meldrick yeah. was never the same again. Yeah, and, it's then, and then after that, imagine the training he had to do and this mm -hmm. and that. So I just... I, I cater is Boston strong, you know. Like he, he, they different, different over there. And uh, I just think, I just hope that uh, he comes back strong. He, this guy got kids, you know. what I mean, I'm yeah. not trying to, I'm not trying to take away somebody's, somebody's livelihood or. But or it's the reality support, of the game know? that if you one person's gonna land uh, the most significant strikes ever, that means the other person's absorbing. Somebody's taking absorbing the most, yeah. The most. That's what we said. So at the end, of the day, I, I just hope they're smart. You know, what I mean, I, yeah. I, I hope like. If I was in his shoes, their shoes, I know he's 33. I know, you know, you know, like time is uh, valuable on their time. But I would do something like, you know, like what Ortega did, you know, take care of myself, you know, do, do, uh, 
take care of t at least a year off or two years and really rebuild myself, get get back, rethink my uh, rethink certain trainings, you know, or or and, and really focus on recovery. Like right now, like bro, like I, the thing I tell everybody is like I want to be around for my for my for my son, you know, for my grandkids, for my great great grandkids, you know, and yeah. and be around, not just be around and just watching and do stuff. I want to be around and do stuff and. You gotta take care of your brain, man. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You only get one of them. So if if uh, I just hope he they be smart about it, and I and I think they will. I think he's gonna be super smart about it. I I hope so. And um, they go from there. Cause if I was myself, I'd take maybe a year off. They said they give him like a six month stuff, but I would take him. I'd I'd go do all the brain studies that you need to do, and uh, and I'd I'd I'll check all the boxes, man, and go and go beyond that. You know, there's a bigger legacy that you have, and that's your children. You know, and you wanna your child's and. You want to be here for them, and you want to be on hundred percent for them. Yeah, it's um, there's a inclination to want to get back in as quick as possible and get a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's the tough thing because we fighters. Yeah, we fucking gladiators. That's the thing I understand. I get it, I get it. But then, you know what I mean? Like twenty to twenty-seven year old Max, you tell that to, I get it. But you know, twenty-eight, twenty-nine today, Max is like. Nah, you know what I mean? Like, fuck this. You're like, getting smarter. Let's, let's try it fucking... Let's try and be smart about this. And, come, like, look at Brian. Like, Brian came out. Like, everybody thought he was going to have the hardest fight of his life with with a zombie. Yeah. You know what I mean? He made zombie look like easy work, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and he did his thing. He took his time. Took care of all his He injuries. really improved a lot after your fight. And, and I everything. Think he and learned everything, a lot from you know? that fight. Yeah. I think so. And uh, he applied it and he did it, you know? So, just look at that. You know, it's just... It's just saving yourself, you know. If, if nobody is gonna save yourself, at least say, make you make sure you got you. Yeah. Make sure you got yourself. Yeah, that fight was uh, that was a, a crazy fight for for Brian, right? Because uh, that was the first time he'd ever been stopped, and uh -huh. he basically had his way. And he was he was beating guys with strikes, yeah. even though really he was a jujitsu yeah. guy. Yeah, that yeah. was his his main forte. Yeah. But you were the first guy to stop him, and. Him coming back from that fight it took a long time. He had a bunch of injuries yeah. and stuff too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah that too. But, but I think so. It all played. It all played into his game. Like thank yeah. God it did. Cause yeah. look what he did. You know, he had more time to focus on different stuff. But even that, like if you look at Brian's fights before, like he, I think he won like fucking like three three rounds before he fought me, mm -hmm. and he had like fucking what six fights in the UFC or seven or something or whatever. Yep. Eight fights. Three rounds in eight fights. That's fucking crazy, you know? Like, rounds of him actually winning, you know? Like, he's finishing guys with stuff. So, yeah. that means he's, like, losing rounds, you know? And he goes out there and just smashes uh, uh, Korean Zombie in every round in yep. his own game. Yep. Striking. In his own game, too, you know? Yeah. So, I was like, man, this guy this guy yeah. did some homework. Yeah, I mean, his jiu-jitsu is off the charts. His jiu-jitsu, Otega's jiu-jitsu is crazy. Stupid. Like, his yeah. guillotine is nuts. I remember when he caught Cub Swanson. He caught Cub Swanson, I, I think he caught him with a Dars at the end of the first. And then in yeah, the second, yeah. he caught him with a guillotine. But that yeah. guillotine was nasty. Yeah. You know, there's levels. I mean, yeah, there's levels. There is levels. And that was, that was crazy when, when um, what's his name, went right back into it. I was like, bro, did you not remember like the last five seconds mm. of the first round, bro? Like, I just think he couldn't. Do anything about it? About it, yeah. And they were standing up, and he jumped. Jumped it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, some dudes just have that squeeze. They have that crazy squeeze. I mean, yeah. I mean, look who's his his, his trainer. You know, the yeah. guy, the the yeah. the the, the, the dude, dude. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's legit. I mean, lineage from uh, the Gracie Torrance Academy. You know, yeah. I mean, that's old school. You know. 
Heron and Henner and all, all those killers. All the gangsters. Yeah. All the gangsters. Master Pedro, I know. I like. Uh, I love. I love whenever Master Pedro comes down to Hawaii or he just in the same area as us and we meet up and. Bro, some of the stories that they tell is just crazy. As shit. Do you train in the gi at all? I train in the gi. Yeah, a I, lot? yeah. I train a lot. I train more gi than no gi. I train really? more more gi than MMA, to be honest. No shit. Oh yeah. How I, come? I I just thought I just thought I you know at, at a certain level I feel like I know enough of striking and MMA stuff and 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 certain things that that I need to really focus on. This is what I really lack in my game, and I can get super better you know like i have a foundation my strong foundation in my kickboxing but now i gotta follow it up i used to think so that was jiu-jitsu and wrestling you know so i do a bunch of gi i just got my i actually just got my brown belt right before i came all before right I left. Man. yeah yeah I'm all stoked. congratulations yeah. thank you that's so awesome super exciting do you think you'll compete i don't know maybe you know I, I, my my coach uh my coach said for all his MMA fighters that uh, he don't want none of us competing in jiu-jitsu because that's when, like, freak accidents happen. Well, look at Cup Swanson. Yeah, and people get, yeah, look, he yeah. hurt his knee, right? Yeah, he tore his ligament apart when he f was, first of all, Jake Shield is so much bigger than him anyway. Yeah. Jake is, like, 200 pounds, and Cub is fighting at 145. It's crazy for them, but there was Quintet, you know, when they had the teams yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would compete against each other, and he got caught in, uh, uh, you know, an Ashi position where his leg was... Yeah. Just tangled. Yeah, tangled and his ACL exploded. I know. I remember yeah. he, he's supposed to come back and fight. You remember? And he mm -hmm. got hurt. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he's 36, 37. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's you know, it's hard to, you know, get an injury. At, at mean, that age. Because yeah. you're done. You're pretty yeah. much. You have a year yeah. of recovery, yeah. basically, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what our coach told us. But we see what happens maybe maybe after maybe after my career is done my fighting career is done i do some jiu-jitsu i love to do some jiu-jitsu stuff i love i love jiu-jitsu i love rolling do you have an idea in your mind of when you're going to recover when you're going to retire rather uh, uh i i mean if i had my way it would be like maybe high high 30s you know maybe 35 uh mid 30s actually maybe 35 36 but we see how it goes, you know. If my coaches had their way, they probably tell me to retire by like thirty three or thirty four or something. Oh, yeah? For, yeah, they they uh, they 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 just they want the best for me. They want the best for my son. So they they put everything we ever do or everything I ever think of. They always make sure it's like, you got to think of rush. You got rush, and you got future yeah. little kids. So you think of what you're doing. So we see what happens, though, you know. But um, if I can find a way, maybe your boy come a professional streamer. Professional gamer, baby. <laughs> I bet you could do it, maybe, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe we do that if I could find a way. There's money in it. Yeah, there, there's know? a lot of there's a lot of fucking money in and it. And a lot of sponsors I, too. I fucking trip out. I'm like, yeah. holy. And then these guys is like, you know, like I, you know, like I, I like to be like we, especially for MMA fighters now, we gotta be like super representative of the family. You know, like there's a reason why they put me and Calvin on the ABC main event and yeah. blah blah like we was chosen we was pretty much handpicked and like yeah. Teddy was kind of running this down like look look how you act outside like this and that and then you see like these 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 uh these guys that like stream and stuff the food's on stream they don't give a fuck they're like they're fucking wild yeah. they're, they're fucking in crazy land too they're in their own crazy land it's a you different know? kind of crazy land <laughs> it's yeah. crazy it so. is. to be at I, the highest level of the highest level yeah you know I mean it, it, it's crazy cause like every fight to today even before the Kelvin fight Every single fight, if a fighter tell you that they don't get nervous, slap them in the head because they're lying as shit. Or they didn't train hard enough, so they're not nervous. They're like, ah, whatever. I'm just kind of going doing this shit. But every fight, even the Calvin fight, I'm always in the back, like, just thinking, like, okay, Holloway, you're on deck. You know what I mean? 10 minutes to you, 10 minutes to walk, whatever, until we come out to walk. 
And I'm just in there. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I just start talking to myself. I'm like, what the, what the hell are we doing here, Max? Why are you, why are you back here? You told yourself he wasn't going to be back here. What are you doing? You know, you start having to talk. Do you, like, st- you say yeah, that to Yeah, I still do. I talk to myself. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I was like, you keep working McDonald's. And then, <laughs> and then I start thinking, I'm like, but then I got to go to like fucking Burger University and all that shit to actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually get as close as I can to what kind of money I make in UFC. I'm like, Burger University. Fuck this. I, you, know, you know, you know, there's a Burger University or no, something, right? Is there? Yeah. To become a manager or, or hired in a manager or something, you got to go to like some type of burger. I looked into it because after really? one of my fights, I was just thinking of it. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. You know, just to see, just to see what it is, to see what people make. You know, I wasn't right. going to fucking leave fighting, but, but it's just crazy. But it's just, but th- th- those things is know that I'm a Live, that know I'm here and I, I and I know and it reminds me motherfucker you stayed human you know right. like like you still got your nerves and I, I I would get nervous if I didn't right like if I was before fighting I was whatever just rounding around and nothing affecting me I'd be like, then I would start being in my own mind be like what the fuck right. are you doing Max right. you know so you wouldn't feel as good I wouldn't feel as good you definitely wouldn't feel as good if you won right there's part of the relief yeah, of yeah, getting yeah. over the anxiety yeah, yeah yeah there's a fight there's a lot of little fights before the before the main fight, you know, and uh, and a lot of people they don't they don't really think of that, you know. We was talking about social media with your boy Sean and John them out there, and uh, and I was just tripping. I was just like, bro, I was like, yeah, that's right. And we was talking about like why people act certain ways, and it's just and then we was, we was coming to to a conclusion. Like Sean says, like yeah, most of the guys that talk shit is men. It's insecure men. I was like, you're right, mm, <laughs> you're right. True. Yeah, it's just it's insecure true. men of like. Like, cause like, you know, there's a time and age when I used to look like, uh, look at someone else and be like, what the hell do you know? I don't got that things. You know what right. I mean? This and that. And then I came and then I met my jujitsu coach now, my head coach, Ron Lazarus. And he, uh, he really always made me said like, you know, put yourself in their shoe. Like I would judge people. I see like young kids driving like killer cars. Like, yeah, must be nice that your mom can afford that shit. Huh? Rich kid. And then my, and then my coach like checked me. He was like, yeah, but. You don't know if his mom bought him or his parents bought him. What if he bought that himself? What if he worked super hard? I was like, "Fuck, you're right." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm a fucking jackass. You know, what I mean? like you put your put your put your yeah. foot uh, in in their shoes and then talk on them. You know, a lot of people think they know, but they they have no idea. You know. Well, jealousy is a, an interesting sort of emotion because in 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 one way it can help you. It can like you see someone who's accomplished great things and you and get jealous you. and it pushes yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. But another way. It can poison you because it yeah. it makes you focus on things the wrong way. Yeah, you start looking at you start looking at how far more you got to go versus yeah. how far you came. You know? Right, right. And you also look at someone look and go, "Why them?" instead yeah. of instead of looking at them and going, "How do they do that?" Yeah. And how can I do that? Yeah, and, and yeah, and that's the main thing I tell. I always tell people, especially where I'm from, I tell them, I tell people like, "Why not you?" Yeah. Why, 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 why asking them why them? Why not say why not me? Right. Why, why can't I do right. this? You know, because you can, you know. But it's just, we just you, you got to stamp your passport. Yeah, though. yeah, a lot you got to. Don't want to stamp yeah. the passport. Stamp your damn passport. <laughs> leave your mom at home. Leave your girlfriend at home. Leave whatever it is at home. Stop using that excuses. Because I was just telling them, like, I know a bunch of people that like, like where I'm from, like kids is like talented i'm not being biased because i'm from there but like we had talent like they're supposed to go college and do stuff but then they then you hear them say oh i never go because uh because i can't leave my mom or i never go because my girlfriend don't want me to go and then you know fast forward five ten years later seven years later somebody from their time is super successful 
And then they're mad at their mom or their girlfriend at the time. Be like, see, I we could have had that, but this and that. Like, no, motherfucker, don't be a what if person. That's a what yeah. if guy. That's a guy with jealousy who you use it in the wrong way, you know? Or or, or they like, oh, if I had those opportunities, I would did it. Motherfucker, you had the same. Op- you had more. You had more opportunity than me. Don't ever tell me that if you had the same opportunity than me, because you had it more. You had you you was kind of you know some people did, and I used to think like, bro, I ain't talented. I ain't whatever. Every everything I work for is because. I have my passport to crazy land. You know what I mean? And I was able to figure it out. <laughs> and there's no denying that people that are as successful as you, there's two things. You took risks and you work hard. Uh-huh. And those two things are two things that people don't like to do. Yeah. They yeah. don't like to take risks and they don't like to work hard. Yeah, I know. Even like, um, even since getting into gaming, you know, ever since gaming was like uh, real crazy because of pandemic and stuff. It was crazy before, but... Even now that I'm in it, and I see like all like a lot of gamers, they're like, oh, I see a lot of these these gamers that are just starting. They're just starting, and they're like, oh, why am I not blowing up like that? Why am I not? I'm like, motherfucker, trying to ask this motherfucker how long he was fucking in this gaming yeah. stuff. You'd be surprised, you know, like these guys grinding, grinding. Yeah, eight, eight hours a day, all day, every day, day after day after day after day. Those I've seen those guys that are streamers that are really successful, and they're never offline. Never, ever. And then they have to deal with social media. That's like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I was just talking to my agent. I was like, man, I would like to do a study on uh, on mental health for gamers or streamers. Because, like, a lot of streamers in this past, uh, during the COVID and stuff, since I've been so into it, like, a lot of people is, like, committing uh, suicide and stuff or passing away. And I was like, bro, I would love to see what makes it go that way or, or why they feel like they can't talk to somebody because... And he was kind of trying to pick his, like, I don't know, maybe because they're, like, in this virtual world. So they think so that since they're already in the virtual world, they cannot take out the the uh, the part of the social media part in it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. But I'd like to know because they, bro, social media nowadays is just crazy, bro. People, it gives it gives fucking iron balls to people that uh, that has far from them, who has zero yeah. balls. Yeah, well, it allows people to be detached and to say a lot of mean shit, and it it really affects young girls. Young girls apparently have it yeah. worse than anybody. Oh yeah, there's a giant uptick in suicides and self harm for young girls. That's directly correlated with the the invention of the smartphone. Yeah, because they cannot, the the young girls or even people who who is affected from it, they just cannot find the difference between that. This is the best part of me, you know? Like, nobody's putting on a fucking... Nobody's putting on... I had a fucking shitty-ass day. You know what I mean? Like, the top guys, the people who admire, you know? Like, Kylie Jenner or Kim Kardashian is not going to fucking tweet, like, look at this horrible picture of me with no fucking makeup on. Right. They're putting out the hottest picture of them for a fucking reason. Yeah. For a reason. Because they want your likes. They want this. They want that. But then the people think this is them all day. Right. Yeah, and just because you see them on the themselves. show, yeah, just because you see them on the show, they all make about that's not them. It's fake. Well, not only is that they they use applications and they change the way to they make look. them look. Yeah, they change everything. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, how much fucking they catfishing? Yep. They catfishing you for real. Like they really catfish. You see these guys in in real life. You see some of these people. They look like they look like the ape ate their face. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? It is crazy how people are so uh, addicted to using filters and so addicted to changing the shape of their waist. They suck their waist it's in crazy. with an app and it's crazy. make their tits look bigger. And It's crazy. And then people look at it and they go, why don't I look like that? They look in the mirror and that's yeah. reality. Yeah, that, and that's sad, man. That it you, is sad. Don't, don't, don't be like that. Go outside. Get into fucking trouble. Like, I always tell my son, like, 
I always told my son, like, he plays games or whatever. Like, you got to be you gotta be up to date with what's moving, you know, everything, of course. But I tell him, like, bro, like, sometimes, I'm like, bro, just get out of trouble, you know? Like, make, make someone's parents call me saying that you're freaking doing, you got into trouble. You know what I mean? Like, go freaking break an arm or something. Go on, like, that's what we did when we was there. I'm sure that's what you did. You was outside with your friends just causing, causing havoc. And getting into trouble, you know. So what, you what, tell what your son time? to go cause havoc. Oh, but sometimes I'm telling like, Russ, I'm like, sometimes I tell him like, Russ, get out of here. Go freaking go fall off a tree or something. Just go have fun. You know what I mean? Like, go be a kid for a little bit. Yeah. Does he train? Uh he he trained jujitsu uh, here very little bit. I don't I don't want him to fight. I mean, you know how fighting is. I know how fighting. Yeah. I'm in the yeah. mecca of it. You know and. uh I don't want him to fight. I always tell him that uh, you become a doctor. You take care of dad. You know, dad go take care of this part. And you take care of us. And you take care of everybody after us. You know, and uh, we see what happens. But he's like, uh, like I said, my my fiance is a professional surfer. And he's been like going to surfing so much now. Like he just like he's uh, so in love with surfing. I'm like, gosh. I like that'd be pretty cool though if he comes a professional surfer. I, 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 I was like, I dig it. I You're mean, not scared of sharks? Uh, I mean... We live in Hawaii. I mean, you fucking who the fuck? I'm scared of sharks. Hell yeah, I am. Are you serious? It's fucking water. But I'm not gonna be like Joe Rogan. Don't shoot me after breaking an entry in your house. You know what I mean? Like the the ocean is their house. They fucking they want to attack your ass. That's Guess true. what? They have every single right to bite you because oh, we're, we're we're in there. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm on team people. They can eat shit. I'll go surfing with a fucking spear gun. Oh yeah! Oh, wait, perfect. Hit, that by the move, right? Yeah. Get a spear gun and use it like a balancing. But like you know, when the dudes walk the tightrope, right? They have those balancing poles. Knowing you, maybe that would be a good way to surf. Maybe you pitch. Maybe maybe you uh, you pitch the idea because they're stand up surfing. You know, stand up paddle. Yeah. Maybe you pitch the idea to Elon of he put something in the paddle where he can you twist it, thumb off. It's like a harpoon. Yes. And he can stab someone with it. I saw a video today of this shark swimming straight straight at it. Yeah, with the spear gun. And the I guy saw shot that. it in his mouth. Yeah, I saw it, and he was like looking at his hand. That's crazy. But crazy. you see how. Fast that shark got to him, dude. That's crazy. That as thing shit. was moving in for a bite. That's crazy. Yeah, I wonder what kind of shark that was. But it's aggressive as fuck. Whatever it was, and he shot it with its mouth wide open. Yeah, yeah, and his whole gun went inside. Yeah. Oh my god. That's crazy as shit. Imagine if that dude didn't have a fucking spear gun. That would have been just chomp, chomp, chomp. Yeah. This yep. Video. That's it. That's Here, four show. Years old. It's four years old. Yeah. Show it to us. Did did he bite his hand? Watch it. Go from the beginning where it's swimming towards him. Because it starts... Look how fast he's going. I this. just saw it on SportsCenter. Boom! And he just unloads it. Look how crazy that is. It does. That looks like a video game. It does look like a video game. How wild is that? That's four years old, Jamie? That's yeah. Uploaded in 2017. Wow. That is nuts. I would have ate that fucking shark for sure. <laughs> I'd be like, bitch, I am, I'm getting you. Oh, you, dropped, I'm, you dropped a spear? I would... Pff, I'm getting that spear. If I killed that thing, if that king was trying to kill me and I killed it, I am 100% eating that thing. I would take all my fucking clothes off and jump in that water and go get that dead shark. <laughs> like, that's mine. No, you got to. You mean, kill, I'm be killed. eating that thing. Yeah, no, you got to. You, you I'm attack gonna me. I'm going to eat his liver. I'm going to yeah. eat his eyeballs. I'll eat his fucking brain. If that, if that was You don't want to eat his brain. You don't want to. I you don't, don't give a fuck. You don't want to be as dumb eating, as a shark. I'm eating everything he's got. I'm going to eat his dick. <laughs> I'm going to eat everything. I'll make shark fin soup. Fuck him. Oh, I would 100% eat that thing. As a soap. That would be my number one goal. After I realize I survived, I'm like, I am eating this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going in there. I, I'm here for it. If you're ever in Hawaii and that yeah. happens, I'd be like, this is fucking hit my line. Dude, I spent days, after a bunch of coyotes killed my chickens, I spent days uh, camped out on my balcony with a bow. 
I, I set up a chicken. I take, took one of the chickens that they killed where I, I scared them off the chicken, and I tied it to a pot. It was like a pottery pot, you know? Yeah. And I tied it with a rope, and I set it there, and I ranged it. It was 25 yards. And then I sat there with my, my, my bow dialed in at 25 yards just waiting for a coyote to come in, and I had all these plans. I was going to kill the coyote, and then I was going to cook his back straps and eat it, and then I was going to take a shit and then put it in a bag and leave it out there. Like, look, I <laughs> ate your friend, motherfucker. Is that, I had no, all these plans. Is that you supposed to, like, defer them and stuff and just hang yeah. them up and stuff? Like, let no, know, I was like, going to eat back. No, I was going to eat him. I was yeah. going to eat some of them. I was yeah. going to eat his, his his loins, his back straps. I had it all planned out. Uh, did it have it? No, nah, motherfuckers. I was there for days and days. One time, <laughs> my daughter at the time was only six, and uh, I, I was ready. I was here, and she was downstairs, and as the coyote was sneaking over the fence, like the coyote's there, she's like, coyote, <laughs> the coyote. I'm like, ah. Oh. I should have told her not to yell. I should have told her. Damn. <laughs> she cock blocked me. Yeah, she did. But I had this whole. Pl- I was so angry because they I, killed my chickens. I, I mean, that's it. I mean, that sounds like a. I had a whole plan. You're in a fucking crazy land. Huh? You stamped it like five times. I'm like. I, w- I was out there for days, yeah. like hours and hours and hours for days in a row, just waiting. Man, you should have YouTube that. That would have been fucking great. I think people probably would be pretty mad at me. They get mad if you kill coyotes, which is crazy because coyotes will eat your baby. By the way. That, oh yeah, those, they will. those little motherfuckers are monsters. They're crazy. They're just small. Yeah. They're little small wolves. Yeah. I mean, they breed with wolves. They're they're literally wolves. They're just a small version of the wolf family, and they'll eat your kids. They eat your cats. They ate my daughter's dog. They ate uh, my daughter had a puppy. My oldest daughter. They ate her puppy. They ate twenty two of my chickens. Yeah, they don't fuck around, man. Yeah, I mean, you take from mine. I'm taking. I'm taking your life. I was gonna eat them. I had this whole plan. <laughs> I was just sitting there for hours at a time thinking. Like, what, what am I going to season them with? How am I going to cook them? That's going to eat them. I mean, that's the best. You got to have a plan. What do you well, do? Kill it and you got to be like, then you'd be one of those guys that with a dead coyote. Like, what the fuck do I do now? Well, you know, you could just throw them over the fence or, you know, take them to the woods and drop them off or something like that and let the That's no fun. I just wanted to let his friends know. <laughs> like, hey, hey, bitches. You don't come I got with... your friend. I'm going to get you too. Yeah. I really should. The problem is, I live in a neighborhood, and I can't have. You can't have a rifle. A rifle would have been the way to go, because then I could have got him even when my daughter oh, yeah. saw him. Yeah, yeah, it would have been easy. Just, you know, but it's just obviously not a smart move to be yeah. firing off a rifle yeah. in a fucking residential uh, yeah. neighborhood. Joe Rogan, uh, sorry, <laughs> fires, uh, killing coyotes. He's arrested. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good move. Well, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have any predators on, on Hawaii, right? Not at all. Not no. really. I mean, unless, uh, you know, that, like I said, people got pets of, like, monkeys and shit. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You really don't know. Do they have wild pigs on Oahu? Yeah, we do. We have yeah. boars, yeah. We have boars. People hunt. That's what they hunt. And then I think so. That's about it. And then the the, the deer is on uh, Kauai and Maui, I think. Yeah. And uh, Lanai. And Lanai, Lanai has yeah. a lot of deer. Yeah. It's a beautiful place, man. You know what's interesting about you and your camp there? It's like most champions, most of them come from big camps. They come from yeah. like American Top Team or Rufus Sport or, you know, TriStar. Like these these gyms that are like real established and have, you know, many, many, many world champions come there and train. Yeah. You came from a gym that really doesn't, it's not a very big gym, uh-huh. doesn't have a lot of people, uh-huh. and you became one of the best fighters in the world from that gym. I mean, I think 
it's not all me, you know. I think I think it's uh, some my training partners they put in the time, and then even my coaches, you know. I think I think every single one of my coaches, I think they 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 lived in crazy land a little bit too. So they got they kind of <laughs> understand, you know. Some of them real. Only one of them. I think only my striking coach is the only guy that actually fought MMA. Like my 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 main coach, he never fought MMA. He wanted to. He trained. He wrestled. He do jujitsu. He did some striking, but never did. And then my strength and conditioning coach never did. Uh, yeah, he actually just started training MMA fighters when I started with him. You know, so it was just all growing, growing, uh, growing pains, and um, we figured it out. I don't know. I, I I just think we all had a little bit of crazy land in us. It just <laughs> it all freaking worked, and uh, we we got put in uh in positions where it was like, holy shit, we're really here, so let's do it. You know, like like you know like. Not that much people know, you know, my interim title. And I mean, you know, but the only reason why I got him because um, at DC, we was, we was on a cool main event under DC and Anthony Ronald Johnson. I think DC, that's when DC sneezed and he threw out his back because he's old shit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's how, that's, DC, I'm sorry, that, man. <laughs> I'm sorry he's doing you like this. <laughs> I love that man. I love Everybody that man. loves yeah, DC. I love DC. But uh, yeah, that's how I got my title fight after after nine straight Mm-hmm. I had, I was on a nine straight fight like that was unheard of people getting nine fight win streaks and not getting a title shot mm-hmm. and then I and then I get an interim title shot because of DC you know thank God for DC being old at that time <laughs> and um and we're here you know what I mean like we just all was like they all just kind of and and the cool thing they all kind of just moved to like they kind of moved to the beat of my drum but they kind of knew when to kind of like ease me back you know mm-hmm. like they pull me back like hey well that's the thought is like. What is the best way to to run a camp? Is it have a bunch of killers in a room like the Black Zillions or like American Top Team or a lot of these camps? Or is the best way have one dude that you have a bunch of really intelligent people concentrating on mm-hmm. and you get individual attention? And that's what you got. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, like my coaches, like uh, we started doing doing all kind of stuff. Like when, when things started falling in place and falling into place, like, everything started going to like really focusing on stuff like like do this do that and then whenever we we hit a roadblock with stuff we we always like we always like oh what can we add what can we figure out to get better to get you better you know so i got like doctors i got like uh uh masseuses i got i got nutritionists i got all kind of stuff like it just kept when you just have that much of a in a room of the just smart guys i mean what what, what is the saying right like if if you if uh, if you surround yourself around five geniuses, you're gonna become the sixth, right? So was this was this cool to see it all fall into place? Yeah, it's um, a, there's that's the two schools of thought. The two schools of thought is be around a bunch of killers and you become a killer, or come from a, a small gym. And there's there's been other fighters like Oliveira is another example. Yeah. Charles Oliveira, he, he's not. In a, a big gym, he's not an American top team yeah. or anything like that. Even and even mighty mighty mouse, right? He his gym is like yeah, but he kinda... was with Matt Hume. Matt Hume is a special dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Hume is uh, first of all, he was a real pioneer of the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that Fo- that helps. <laughs> fought way back in the day and was a judge in Pride and just has a just a deep deep understanding of MMA and he's a really smart guy. Like really smart when you talk to him like that that guy understands fighting at a level very few people do yeah. he, he could develop many more of those kind of world champions if the right athletes came to him and yeah. he put the same amount of time yeah. into them as he did with mighty mouse for sure 100%. yeah it's uh it's it's interesting it's like 
some people th- some people think you have to spar hard. Yeah. And then you look at what you did and like, well, not you don't yeah. really. I mean, is there I mean, a- MMA is such a growing sport at mm-hmm. the point of where is there any is there really a right way to do anything? No. Not really, you know, is. like 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 with NFL and stuff or NBA or MLB, there's like this is things that worked. Mm-hmm. And it really didn't have to evolve, you know, and then like somebody special like Steph Curry come in and like doing fast breaks and then he pull up he pulls up on a three. Like any like olden days would have been like, What the fuck are you doing? Take right. that straight to the hole and, and, and then lay it up or dunk it, you know? But he changed that game. But like is there anywhere else like you could really change in other sports? Not really, you know. Mixed martial arts is the only sport I think so that's it's just constantly evolving. Even like you know, even like boxing. Boxing is just a it's a it's a fine art, but it's like what can you do a little bit differently, you know? But mixed martial arts is just it's always learning, you know. Like it's just always you start seeing different athletes come into the sport into the area, and then they start doing different cool shit, you know. Like mm-hmm. you see what well, one guy that one guy in the UFC fucking backflipping, trying to land on people's stomachs and kicking them, you know? It's oh, like, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy as shit. Like, is there any really way to go? No, you know, you just figure it out and whatever works for you you know it's just it's just like you the way your story came up you know is there a way for someone to be a joe rogan probably not you just got to go out there and work your ass off and then just hopefully you're lined up in the perfect positions for for certain deals and you're there you know like that's it like you can't tell someone to how become a joe rogan or how become an elon musk you know these, these fucking geniuses like there is no way you can tell someone, oh, this is what you do and you're going to get here. You know, it's just. I think the thing about MMA too is that there's so many different approaches to the actual sport in terms of how you fight. Exactly. There's no way you could tell a guy who's a wrestler, who ha- they, like a Khabib, that he has to train exactly the same way as a guy like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine telling Khabib, like, oh, yeah, you need to start throwing more punches. Right. So, uh, I do not need to throw punches. I smash you. You know, like, I smash you. <laughs> I like, change your face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Send he, location. He eat your face, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> but that, that's this it. It's a weird, yeah. we're in a weird, we are in a weird sport where there is no right way. Right. There, there, are, there are kickboxing champions. They are wrestling champions. They are jujitsu champions. You know, there's like, there's all these champions as well. Like, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, but wrestling had the most and blah, 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 this and that. But most of the wrestlers not even wrestling right. for the championship. They're using it backwards to strike. Mm-hmm. You know, like, John Jones don't really use his wrestling to wrestle people. He strikes with you, you yeah. know? Yeah, so it's true. It's just, I mean, even with the Khabib, even with the Connor, like, look, like, he, he uses wrestling a little bit and then. He kind of used it backwards where he landed that big shot. And then, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a wrestling, but it's it's just, I don't think there's no right way, man. You just figure out what works for you. If you think so, you're going in a room with, with killers and you're freaking sparring hard every freaking day, go and do it, bro. Who am yeah. I to tell you no, you know? You used to have a hard time cutting weight, but it doesn't seem like you have a hard time cutting weight anymore. I mean... What'd you I, do differently? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I, I had a really hard time doing it, but it's, it's always uncomfortable, but it got a little bit easier. I just... Like I said, we just I got we got doctors now. We got people who actually like focus on that kind of stuff, and they, and then I got my beautiful fiance that just keeping balloon max away from me forever. <laughs> like <laughs> I eat so much better now out of camp than yeah. I did before. I was. Does I was she the, eat healthy? I was Is that the worst. Why? Oh, she eats healthy, yeah, because she's a surfer, and uh, they always got to be on, you know, ready to go. So, I I'm like. I was the worst, man. I don't know. Go pull up my Instagram story. You there's like a throwback of me and like. It's unrecognizable, but your boy, your boy used to get big in between camps. How, what's the biggest you ever got? Ah uh, man, I used, 
I, I I can't say I'm gonna get I'm gonna get harassed by by my nutritionist if I tell you. But I, tell me I, the truth. Come on. I used to get big. I used one ninety. I used I used to get big. One ninety five. Big big. I I I never. I, I really don't know what my weight was because I just knew I was big because I looked like a Oompa Loompa. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's why I looked like, or or like Violet from Oompa Loompa. You know, that's how I looked. I didn't, I wouldn't step on the scale. Scale wasn't my friends. So I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I just, you just look in the mirror and you're just like, something does not look right. But well, yeah, let's keep this, going. When you were, the, the one time where Al Iaquinta wound up fighting Khabib and you yeah. were going to fight Khabib yeah. on last minute notice. Yeah. Like how much notice did they give you for that? Six days. Six days. Yeah. And what did so what April you, Fools? And it was to try to make one fifty five. Five, yeah. What did what were you walking around at? I mean, I I tell you exactly how far we came was uh was was uh you know what it was you know you know what happened that fight why it was so crazy is that uh, Lockhart them took me on for the fight like they you know we called him we had a talk and then he did a freaking interview talking about how this is the biggest cut we're ever gonna do in a short amount of time blah blah. blah. And the first thing that happens when I land, I'm fucking meeting with a fucking, not even a UFC doctor, a doctor from um, from New York Commission. Oh, Jesus. And then they Lock tell her. me every single fucking day they're going to check up on us. And I was like, holy shit. You know, I, I was like, what the hell? And I was fine, you know. And then and I was like kind of a little bit bigger than what I used to was. And I was, I was slimming, slimming, slimming. And this is when we just got the New York thing, you know. Like we just finally is in New York. New York right. don't even want us there. Like they're fucking looking for every single possible way to get rid of fucking MMA in this, in, over there, you know. Right. And, uh, and I get there and then I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm like four pounds away. For making the weight, and I, I'm gonna like it's it's tough, but I'm gonna get there. Like I know I'm gonna get there, you know. And then they come in and they check, and we have like hours left before the weigh-ins to get. You know what I mean? They come in, they check, they looked at me, and they said, "You don't look good. You can't do it." That's all that happened, and it walked out. That's so was, ridiculous. I wasn't fighting. That's I was so like, ridiculous. What you mean? He's like, "You look, you look skinny." I was like, "I mean, I'm coming down." Losing weight, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna look not look like how when I first met you on fucking Monday. You know what I mean? Like, what is going on? That's so stupid. How it, frustrating was that? Oh, it was heartbreaking. I had my whole family. I had my whole family. I had uh, I had I had couple. I had couple people that was for the first time was gonna be at my fight for the first time, and we just had it all set up, man. And then uh, and then just to have that was just, and you fighting. It's not even that, you know. The family and stuff, they understand it. You know, this is how it goes, but. But the chance of fighting someone of that st- at that statue of being, you know, like, and I and I pride myself on on like you know fight anybody anywhere anytime any weight class, and uh, forget that to take away against what he was he was already considered the number one pound for pound guy in the world before he even had the belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was like one of the scariest dudes they said, and um, I just wanted to fight him. You know what I mean? And it was good. It was super fun. If you go and watch, I think that's the best inter- um the best press conference Khabib ever had was against me and him. Like, it was just so fun. Like, I don't know if you guys watched it, but I was like, the, like I got him talking. He's talking back to me and, like, he's showing emotion. I was like, fuck yeah, you know? Like, that's fuck, we're going to fucking do this at the end of the week. You know what I mean? Like, I can't wait. And then... Well, it was obvious he respected you, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he, but he was, like, chirping, you know? And, like, yeah. he don't chirp, you know what I mean? All he says, I'm going to smash you, you know? That's all he says. And, and he was talking back to me. He was, like, letting me know how it, how it is over there. And I was like, fuck yeah, you know? Like, I was just like, yes, like, this is going to be a fight, you know? And and uh, just to get, I was just, 
it was history, I guess. I guess it was history that got taken away from me. That, that's why I'm so sad. And now that he's gone, it's like, fuck. I wish. Not just that, history by some pencil pushers. Some people don't know jack shit, and they're the ones that tell you you can't make the weight. History, bro. Yeah. I remember hearing that yeah. when they said they pulled Max off the, the weight cut. And I said, who pulled him off the weight cut? And they said, one of the people from the Athletic Commission. I said, based on what? And they said yeah. they didn't like the way he looked. looked. And I said, what the fuck are you talking about? This was like when I had first landed in New York, they were telling me this. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? I go, who? Yeah. Who? I, I, what person? I, I mean, like, like, it was just it was just tough, you know what I mean? Like it was it was just tough, man. I freaking, Everybody looks like shit when yeah. they're cutting weight. I, that's this how they could have gone through the whole card and canceled I mean, the I, card. I stood I stood like even to today, even when I make forty five, people was like, Oh my god, you look fucking crazy. I'm like uh, uh, you you think I'm I'm cutting weight? You know what I mean? Like, okay, like thank 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 you, Mister Obvious. You know, like, like I'm I'm losing weight. Bro. How much do you lose when you make forty five? Uh we usually cut around ten. So I'm really, I'm not usually pretty bad. close. Yeah, not that bad at all. It's just it's just hard because I'm skinny. You know, what I mean? right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a freaking skinny. I'm a Samoan and I have fucking humongous ass bones. I think. Humongous, <laughs> bro. It's fucking irritating, bro. Isn't people, it funny that it's harder to cut weight when you're skinny? Like people don't. That's one of the things that Lockhart that, yeah. explained to me that I was pretty shocked by. That when you have more muscle, that muscle's mostly water. Those guys like Yoel Romero, yeah, yeah. So they can, can cut a lot them. of yeah, you they can, can cut a lot of weight. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just I when I when I noticed when I heard that I was like, that fucking makes no sense, Lockhart. But whatever. You supposedly got this and know what you're doing, you know, so you can't question it. So oh, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's cool, you know. When you went up to fifty five, what were you walking around like when you fought Dustin? I was I was just like I was like around like one eighty or so. Not too bad. One eight one eighty maybe one eighty three at the most. But it was just I was but that fight wasn't really like like to put it in perspective, like after that fight I fought two months later. And I fought at forty five. You know what I mean? Mm. Like when I when I when I fought him was on a two months notice too. So it wasn't like was this off like this is an off season guy that like I just training training, you know, like going to fifty five was just easier. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really a committed guy. Like, you know, I wasn't really thinking I wasn't really thinking of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just focus on fifty five so I can do and put on some weight and put on some muscle and do this and that. It was just it was just one of those things. It was like they came up with offers, I did it and then, you know, Two months later, I had to fucking get my ass down to fight Frankie Edgar, you know? And, right. And that was one of the, the the best cuts ever, so it was cool. If you had to fight at 55, how much time do you think you would like to give yourself? You would like to gain weight? You'd I mean, like to do yeah. strength training? Yeah, I would like to do a little bit of strength training. I mean, it is what it is. If they call me tomorrow to fight 55, I'll fight them. But at the end of the day, if, in a perfect world, if if I got to have at least a one, you know, that fight was two months. You know, what I mean, I'm in training camp already. You're not doing nothing. You're not getting right. stronger. You're not getting right. faster in training camp. You just you're getting ready for the fight. You know, so if we had three months, I think would have been different. You know, what I mean, if I had that one extra month to do it, you know, I just I just think so. If I had that that extra time to actually just uh, uh, be in the gym and actually focus on like like oh, that's really just put on muscle. Let's really get this fast twitch here or this and that. I think so. Would have been a would have been a little bit more funner. Do you think of fighting at fifty five in the future? Do you think you'll wind up doing that? Oh, for sure. I think so. I think so. I end up. I think so. I end up fifty five. Maybe I committed fifty five. Maybe even a committed one seventy. Or who knows? You know, really? like yeah. Maybe I get. Maybe fifty five. Uh, we go up there. We see what happens, and then maybe you know, maybe the thing jump to seventy. The class being the class, you know. So and maybe there's a greats up there, you know. So. We see what happens, you know. I don't put past anything, you know. But if if I have time to like really fully commit to certain stuff, 
I know I can do it, you know. Fuck, we Polynesians. You see how how us Polys love to eat, you know. I'm probably I'm the small, <laughs> Joe. I'm the smallest Samoan you probably seen in your life. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm probably one of the smallest ones ever. Well, usually they're thick boned, large, large people. human beings. Yeah, large. They look like beings. gorillas. Yeah. yeah, big hands. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, I'm just the total. I don't know what I got. I'm the small <laughs> hands. Not not really big a thing, you know. But you had a really good point last time we talked. You were saying that because you don't have a lot of fast twitch muscle fiber and you don't have a lot of power, you have crazy endurance. Oh yeah. And that you either get one or the other. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Guys like Aldo, who yeah, has yeah. a lot of power, a lot of speed, fast twitch, but and then, he wears out. I know. I I just it's just crazy, bro. How they can like it's just amazing, you know. On paper, I was telling I was telling Sean them out there, like on paper. On paper, you put down my stats, no one's going to pick me in a fight. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is this guy? <laughs> Freaking next, you know what I mean? Right. But, but, then, but then there's one thing, there's that, there's that mental part and, and that hard part that pe- you can't measure. You yeah. can't measure the mental whatever. No. And that's that crazy land part, you know what I mean? Like People don't know what the fuck crazy land is. So if they see this guy like, oh, okay, well, he got a passport to crazy land, but this is his stats. All fucking, right. you know, out of 10, like threes. And then this is the guy. He's like nine, nine, all nines, but he, or maybe a couple of tens in there, but he don't have a password to Crazy Land. They'd be like, fuck, Crazy Land, this guy is great. Right. And then when you go in there, you're like, you find out that, fuck, most of the time, the guys with the password to Crazy Land is, uh, they're crazy, you know? They, so. <laughs> they figure out a way to win. They figure it out, you know? Isn't that, like, the sum of all your parts is not, that, like, that doesn't equal a championship fighter. Like, the mind is such an important part important, of it. Important, and I, and I was, uh, I was talking to them outside back to that conversation. I was telling them like whenever I talk to an upper comer or, or, or my friends or I see people training and they're training hard or doing this and that and I'm just like, Bro, this is crazy. Like like most of us is in the UFC already, right? I was like, guys, there comes a point where like you're pretty much good. Like everything can get you by. You got here already. But now the only thing different that's gonna get you to the top fifteen is mental. And then from fifteen to ten, the only difference between those guys is mental and then from from 10 to 5 same thing and then from champion and everybody else it's a mental it's a mentality thing is this something that to do with iq and something that's the only thing that changed like we're all good we're all at the mecca of fighting the ufc is where everybody wants to be but what makes you a champ what makes me a champion you not something gotta be it like you can lift more weights than me though you know what i mean like we're the same if we're the same weight class you're stronger than me you're faster than me what is the difference? What is the difference? It, I I believe it's it's that passport to crazy land. It's that mental. It's that it's that thing. Like I'm willing to do something that I don't know if you even thought of doing it or if it's presented with you that if you're going to take that chance, you know. And and it's it's that, but it's also you're willing to put the intensity into your training camps and the focus and dedication into your craft yeah. that maybe some people aren't. And maybe sometimes people that are really talented, things come a little too easy for them and they don't want to exactly, work as yeah, hard. Exactly. That's, that, that, and that's the that's the downfall with a lot of these guys. You know, a lot of these guys is like, they're just like all-stars in their town and in, mm-hmm. in playing regular sports. You know what I mean? You see it all the time. Yeah. They're just all-stars in their towns, whatever. And then they go to the other stuff and then they're just another guy. Yeah. There's somebody that's faster, stronger, and better than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, when they get there, instead of pushing through, they, they never had to. And wow. then there's that kid that was like just always just kind of made the team. Mm-hmm. And then he's there with you and he sees that and he see you break and that pushes him. And then now he's about, he's with those guys that's just 
who's those guys who's freak athletes, but they all have the mind. But this guy don't have the freak athletes, but he get the mind. And he's hanging with them because he's figuring out a fucking way to do it, you know? Yeah, some of the toughest guys are younger brothers of tough guys. Oh, yes. Cause oh, because you got to take the shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take the shit. You know what I mean? Like, it is. Like, and they become durable. Yeah, it was it was kind of backwards uh, growing up with, with my brother. Like, I, I'm the middle child, but my, my brother is four years older than me. My older brother and my, my younger brother is uh, one year younger than me. But so it's kind of backwards. Like, it wasn't like my older brother wasn't really tough on us, but. It was a point where my younger brother was like such a spoiled little prick that he would always get me into trouble from uh, from my grandma. Like he would do my grandma and grandpa. So like he would do something and he'd cry and be like, no, I did it. So I would get the lickings, you know. Mm. So I think so. That's where my mentality came by. Like I always I was like, motherfucking young. Pro-. So like even like when <laughs> even when I fight with my younger brother, he would beat me because he like I was smaller than him. Like he'd beat me up growing up. And the funny thing is, is like I told you last time is that every time. Uh, when my mom, when I started getting into kickboxing and my mom was telling people like, Hey, let's go. We're going to, um, uh, my son is going to go watch fight. Uh, he's going to go fight this weekend. You want to buy tickets? They'd be like, Oh cool. Who is Clem fighting? And then they'd be like, Oh no, Clem's not fighting. Max is. And they'd be like, what the fuck? Like Max don't fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like what the, why is he fighting? <laughs> why is he fighting? You know, but it comes because I just freaking, I got fucking so abused and stuff. I never thought of that. You just pointed out to me. Like, my grandma and grandpa would give me... Like, this guy, got get he would get away with murder. And I always got it. And then, whenever he do something stupid, like, outside we play with our friends. It's like, there's a place on our street where we couldn't pass. And my grandpa would, like, just be sitting on the gazebo and catch my, my brother coming back and being like... Because he would go in the fucking main road. It's so stupid. There's a dirt road. I was like, bro, take the dirt road. Like, grandpa's always up there drinking his beer. Take this damn dirt road so we don't we don't get into trouble. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Grandpa's not going to be there. But I know all after all these years, I put together. My fucking went to the road because he wanted to see me get lickings. So after the time, he's like, Max made me do it. Go with them. I didn't want to go. And I'd end up getting lickings. It wrapped me up. I was like, bro, I didn't. You told me go. What are you talking about? Like, it, the tables is turned. You're you little asshole, bro. What is he like now? He just, uh, he's crazy. You know, he's, uh, uh, he, he, um, we, we had to deal with some stuff like, uh, I, you know, my family and stuff would come from drugs and whatever, my mom and stuff, and except for my grandma and grandpa, it's great for them. But he got into his trouble and stuff, but he's recently, like, he's been out, he's been clean, he's been doing his thing. So I, I, I'm i proud of him, I'm happy That's of good. him. So That's it's great. like, it's it's not, I always tell him too, you know, it's not how you start the race, it's how you finish, bro. It's like, finish strong, bro. You got kids, you got focus now. I know, I know you, you think you fucked up, but you never let nobody down here. You know, you got, you got time and just make everything right again or try to go get as close as you can to making everything right again. That's great advice that you still have time. And then you always, can, you're alive. Just keep moving and do just better keep now. For, yeah, like you uh, made uh, your mistakes. I, yeah, a lot of people yeah. they make these mistakes, and then it just lives with them. You know, you yes. just see people burn. Yes. I mean, you you, yes. you know, I, I talked to you about it a little bit uh, off off of stuff. Text you a little bit about like you know what with lines and stuff and. Is this people just they just hold on to it because they just think so that they can't come back or right. they they think that like they burned they burned someone so bad that there's no coming back from it right. or they hurt themselves so bad but there always is you know like and people gonna forgive you know like I you know what I mean like I'm not gonna forgive you right away but if you <laughs> yeah. if you earn it right. I'm gonna I'm gonna right. I'm, you're gonna do it like show yeah. me that you changed yeah. and show the people you changed but a lot of them they're just what a a lot of people in this world, they just cop out. You know what I mean? They be like, you know what? They're not going to forgive me anyway. They start like, yeah, look, I said sorry. He's like, motherfucker, no. It's not enough. One sorry is not enough. Like, sh- prove to me 
that you're gonna change and and do it and, and be a uh, be a greater human being in this world. You know, it's an important lesson that you can't let your past define you, because if you do, you're stuck. You're, you're stuck with your earliest mistakes, and you see that with some people. Yeah. They fuck up in high school, and then they're they're that guy forever, forever, yeah. forever. I mean, you see it not even not even on the negative side. You see it on the positive side. You see somebody do something great, and yep. then they're on that fucking forever, right. like motherfucker, like right. no, you know, no. like it's like it's, it's, it, it it comes too, like, and mm -hmm. that's what that's what the the bad people don't see you know what i mean like the people who fuck up they don't yep. see that they don't see that good people do that too you know mm -hmm. what i mean like bro you're just we're all the same you're yeah. just you're just walking a different path yeah and and you can get on the right path just you just gotta focus find it fucking help yep. ask for help and like, sometimes people do something really good and then they're scared to take any chances because they think that they did this one good thing. thing and they're and, not going to do it again. Yeah. 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 And, and that's the thing. Like, no, you're going to do it, bro. Like, I mean, I had, you know, I had some troubled times and this and that and uh, and talking to my coach. Like, he always told me this great, this, this great piece of uh, information. He always said, Max, you did it once, you can do it again. If you did... If you did, if you was something great, if you did something great in one thing, you can probably do it again in another thing. Like, like all the time. Like, like I started from ground zero. You can take everything. You can strip me back down to fucking ground zero. Guess what? I'm gonna build myself right back up. You know, everybody keeps saying this and that about my last fights, and whoa, what about that? What about this? I'm like, bro, like I ain't scared of hard work, and like let the man talk, let him say. You're still gonna do what they do, but I ain't scared. It took me fucking. Nine fight win streak to get an interim title. And I mean, shout out to my man DC being old for that again, like I said. <laughs> and then other things to happen. Like, I ain't scared of working hard. You right. know, like, don't be scared. And you and and people got to understand that they, you're great. Like, don't don't let that one thing define you. Like, mm -hmm. you should always, you should always be looking, how do I get better? You know, right. like, imagine if, imagine if you just was like oh Jerry I'm, I'm comfortable just talking to MMA fighters you know what I mean then you wouldn't fucking talk to cool fucking people like Elon Musk and shit you know what I mean <laughs> like imagine if you put a, a people I guess will cap themselves mm -hmm. they put the they put you know what I mean like they put the what is that the, I was gonna limitations use yeah they put yeah. limitations on themselves you know what I mean and it's just it's just crazy to me you know yeah. it's just it's just why but that's what makes you a champion yeah I mean that, that's that's the, I mean and, and a lot of people should think like that though I, and that's the hard thing like it's funny because I'm talking to you and you, you remind me oh that's why you're you like even when I tell my coaches I tell them about something I'm like oh I see somebody doing something I'm like what are they thinking what are they thinking like that and then like well, most people don't think like you, Max. I'm like, oh, shit. But what made you start thinking the way you think? Do you know? I mean, just, uh, I just, I, I, I got to shout out to my grandpa. I mean, my grandpa, he never ever, he probably kicked my ass if he saw what I was doing for a living today. Like, really? he probably, yeah, he probably, yeah, he don't, he didn't want us to play any sports. He wanted us to be like hardworking men, you know, so he instilled hard work in us, you know, like his thing was like, look, you work hard, you do hard, you finish school, maybe you go to college. Uh, um, you go find a really great job. You 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 get your house. You own your house. You get a wife. You uh you get kids, and that's what you do. Like he just had it all planned out. Like mm. he didn't want he didn't like us playing sports growing up. Like he he was alright with baseball, but any contact sports is what I mean. Like he he was totally against football and stuff. Like hitting heads and stuff. He's like, what the fuck are you doing that? It's not gonna help. Like he's one of the guys not gonna help you later on. You know. Like he must be Don't laughing. I think at me. he'd be proud of you, though. I know he probably he still kick my ass. <laughs> I didn't say he wouldn't be proud. He still kick my ass, though. You know what I mean? He'd be proud of shit, and he'd be proud that he kicked my ass after that. You know? 
I never want to say he wouldn't be proud, but he's, he kicked my ass. But, but you I, think that is what instilled this hard work ethic? Him you? was him, and then and then growing up, I remember. I, I think I told you this the first time we talked was when I told my grandma when I was ninth grade. I was like, Grandma, I'm gonna be a professional baseball player, and she's like, Oh, awesome! And I was like, Yeah, ain't it great? Like that was my goal, like for stuff. And she's like, Yeah, but. Well, how are you gonna pay for college? Because I don't have no money to put you to college. And then, and then I was like, she was like, I, I forgot. I, I told her I don't know. And then she's like, you need a scholarship. So she was like, go get a scholarship, do good. So I started doing good in school. And then I started watching like people older than me, like where I'm from, the, the when I where I'm from, and like the other athletes. And then all the guys who's gifted and good, just kind of like, just kind of being like whatever about it, this and that, or. Or, like, they get in college offers from people and they're like, ah, you know, I'm probably not going to go because of my girlfriend or my mom. And I always thought, like, fuck that. You know, I mean? that was my mind. I was like, no way. I ain't, I ain't never letting nobody tell me I can't do it. Or, or I also, the negative part, I see people tell them, like, or, or their parents or their their uncles and stuff be like, oh, who you think you are? You think you can, you can go and do that? You know, what's the difference between me and you? Like, look, at, I was where you was. You know, like, and and that kind of negativity, and that always fired me. I always thought, because I wasn't the guy. Like, most of these guys I'm talking about is that, is that stat sheet of nine, 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 tens, whatever. Right. And they always, and they all had it. And I used to be like, fuck, if I could just run faster, if I could just jump higher. And I always tell myself, when I get my opportunity, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to shake it. You know, I, I'm going to use it and take it. And that, that's what it was. Like, I saw, I saw even close family members, like, like, one of my cousins, like, I fucking love him. Like, he's the one that pushed me to be great all the time. Like, any in fact, he the reason why I went high school baseball because he was playing high school baseball. The reason why I was second base, he was second base. You know, like I just pushed him. I I just was like he always pushed me to be great. You know what I mean? And and then he 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 got uh then it, this showed me from a different side. You know, like he put his hands in uh in, in in some people and then they told him the wrong information. Then he lost his shot. So I look at that as a different uh, motivation. Like holy shit. Like, fuck, it's not only working hard and stuff. It's fucking who you talk to and what you do and the right steps you make. Because my cousin, when he did it, then he got the wrong information. He wasn't able to do what he was supposed to do, you know, because of that. And it was just a bunch of shit just growing up from high school time, just watching guys just lose their opportunity. And I was like, I was just heartbroken. I was like, bro, there's no fucking, I was like, there's no way. Like, fuck, I want to, like, not only make it out of Waianae. But I want to fucking move back to when I live here and show guys and be like, bro, if I can do it, if Max Holloway, fucking tree down the line shot, stat Max Holloway out of 10 can make it, <laughs> you can make it. Why not you? Because if, if I told you I was the best fighter out of my hood, I would fucking be lying to you. There's fucking great guys. There's great guys that was coming to me coming up. But the difference between me and them was, was I made a decision that they all thought was fucking crazy. Like, you know, I, I knew I needed jiu-jitsu. And I told him, I'm going over here for jiu-jitsu. This is what I need. This is what I know is going to keep us in. The, this is what I know is going to take me to the next level. And a bunch of them said, yeah, you're fucking crazy. And this and that. Like, yeah, right. You're fucking unloyal. You're leaving our team. Wow, where your loyalty is and all this bullshit. Nine years, uh, seven years later, UFC champ, this and that. All of them asking, all of them telling me now, oh, I wish I went with you when we went, you know. And, and. I always told myself, like, fuck that. I'm not going to ever be that guy, like, look in the mirror and be like, what if I did this? Or what if I did that? What, or, or what if, you know? Because I saw, I, saw, I saw uncles. I saw guys, like, fucking state champs of our fucking for football team or whatever. They worked their fucking job from, from Monday to, Sunday, to Friday. Friday night, they all, 
sitting around drinking beers, talking to each other, being like, oh, you remember in high school? Yeah, so killer. Yeah, Frank, you remember what we did? You know what I mean? I always told myself, fuck that. I don't give a shit what the fuck I did in high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I go back to tell kids. I, I go back to tell kids, like, it's cool. It's cool being Wine Night Famous. It's cool. It's cool. Actually, I'm cool. Actually, state champ, whatever, anti, whatever it is. It's cool being Wine Night Famous. But we can go to Sweden and pe- I have fans over there. We go to fucking Las Vegas. People know me. I'm fucking rocking on the side of the road in LA. People stop to take my picture. What the fuck is more cool? Getting your picture <laughs> there, being have something hit you why not or fucking in, in all the world, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what I told him, you know. It's just and then I and then I tell him why not why not you? Why not you? And then cause it's just so negativity, you know. We just come from a negative place. It's not even it's not even people hitting down why not. It really be your own people. You start hearing stuff and it hurts your feelings, you know. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to show like fuck, we can do it, you know. I came from. It's not uh, the one thing that I told Teddy them is like it's not. It's not where you train. It's not where you get your education. Not where it is. It helps. Don't get me wrong, but it's how you do it. It's how you. It's how you apply yourself in certain situations. How you gonna go after certain things and and that was the thing that made me uh, made me want to be great. I just saw so much people let go of their talents and use it or let make other people do mistakes and then they start blaming people. Yeah. And I always wanted to tell myself I was like fuck no I ain't I ain't blaming I ain't blaming nobody if I screw up. I'm going to be able to look in the mirror and screw up. It's just, that's the way I attack my fights, you know. If I go out there, I lose. At least I can look myself in the mirror and say, you gave it all you got, Max. That's all you can do. That guy beat the best Max Holiday was that night. But I want to see that motherfucker try again. Because I'm coming (laughs) back. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's interesting how some of the best lessons you learn from other people's mistakes. Oh, yeah. And and ain't that the greatest, you know. like and, 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 And it's funny because there's a bunch of stuff that... I do try to help some people coming up, and I tell them, "Look, let's do this, or or try this, or try that." And they don't, they don't try it. And then I'm like, "Motherfucker, like I did it. I went, I went. I'm going to what you just went through. Like I know I'm going through it for like walk for walk, and 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 I went through it. And I, I'm telling you, I'm the person that did it. I'm telling you, like try this. And then they don't do it, and I'm like, "Oh man." And then I think back, I'm like, "Fuck, maybe you gotta let them go through that because." I needed that. Like when I go back into myself and I think like, frick, yeah, why are you, why are you the savior? Like, let them do that. If they don't want to listen, they don't want to listen. You know, you can right. take, you can take the horse to the rail, but you can't force them to drink. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and if they want to go that hard way, cool. Hey, look, I'm over here. I'm telling you fucking this Mario Kart land, jump in this fucking pipe. You come up with another one. It's right to the finish line, bro. Or you can walk past it and you got to fucking go through everything and a bunch of mushrooms and turtles attacking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have to learn from their own mistake, and that's the only way. Because they see a guy like you, and, and they want to believe that they're smarter than you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, right? Oh yeah, that, that's funny when you say that. Yeah, that's funny because then they were like, "Who the fuck are you?" You know, yeah, that, they want to the believe. Like, yeah. I don't have to listen to him. I can do it this way. I can do it that way. You know, it's interesting too that, like, when you're saying that your uh, physical skills—if you looked at like your speed or your power—is like a three down the line. What's interesting is that fighting is a unique sport in that you can dominate people with your mind and your work ethic and oh, your yeah. technique and your skill. Oh, yeah. Whereas if you were in track and field, you need those things. You need, yeah, them. yeah. You can't be threes. You can't have threes if you want to be a sprinter. Somebody with your mind, unless you yeah. talk the shit out of them, you get in them in the race day. <laughs> but even then, yeah, I'm gonna eat your feet. If you, you know, I'm a chimpanzee. <laughs> I'll bite your finger. <laughs> Yeah, your fucking dick is mine. 
But if, if you're if you're racing against like Usain Bolt or something like that, man, it don't matter. It don't He's matter. just got these gifts. Yeah, and he works hard too. Yeah, and does the and does. But yeah, at that level, everybody working hard. Yeah. But then, and then when you got the ten ten stats and you fucking got crazy like Us- yes. Usain Bolt, did you hear his story? Like he made his own freaking what is that that recovery thing? Like the 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 thing that helps you with your. Uh, Recovery, you lay in that barrel thing, like uh, oh, the ice Evalu- barrel? yeah, the, no, the evolute, the uh, well, I'm, sensory I'm deprivation tank, hyperbaric chamber, hyperbaric, hyperbaric. He, he made his chamber. own hyperbaric he made his chamber. Own. How? I think there's, a, I don't know, he built his own. I people was telling me about it, and I thought that was crazy, shit, but he's like poor and stuff, and he fucking built this can thing that he lined and it helped him. I was like, how the fuck does that hyperbaric chambers are supposed to be amazing for recovery? Have you ever used one? Of I those? used one, yeah, 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 yeah how we did had, help you? I loved it, I loved it. It was brand new, so like. You just feel refreshed, you know. Yeah. Like it's so it's so expensive, but I think I think the best recovery thing that I like is uh is like is like a normal tech or something, you know. When you put it yes. on, yes, yeah, I love. It's those. like, bro, like I like fuck, my legs can be like just hammered, mm-hmm. hammered. You put that on, you feel like I love. Those. You feel like you're ready for go ten more rounds. That you know? company Hyperice, they make a lot of great shit. They make these vibrating balls too. Oh and, yeah, I had one oh, of those. I lo- I had it when it was like the first one when it yeah. dropped out. We and have now a it's whole just crazy. rack of them out here. Yeah, yeah. My, the other day, my I. I tweak my back i tried to get a quick workout in with kettlebells yeah. and i didn't warm up enough i just started swinging kettlebells yeah, yeah. and shit and i'm like yeah. what is that and i came in here and put that thing on it's like yeah and i laid it and put it on the ground and rolled it on my back it's like yeah. ah yeah, but you, it just pop i can hear things popping <laughs> like hear things popping loose yeah, you sure what you sure you did I, I know i don't know i don't know if you did work out but did you sneeze first because that's the main no. thing is that if good you, no if you sneeze you threw your back up like oh, dc, like DC? <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than DC, man, but I don't hurt my back when I sneeze. But you can. I fucked my neck up once in this is back when I had hair, uh, reaching for shampoo in the in the shower. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. And this is I was training jujitsu like almost every day. But that's why. That, but like, that's why. Ah, what the fuck? But that's why you got hurt because you're training jujitsu every day. Yeah. Uh, but I was reaching for shampoo, yeah. not getting neck cranked. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Your body might your body must have think like, oh my god, a neck somebody's shoulder's supposed to be here and then just, just use it to the moment. And it's like ah ah. I don't know what it was, but it's one of those weird things. Like sometimes you just aren't paying attention. You bend over to pick something up and pop, something goes in your hamstring. Like it's weird. Yeah, it is weird, man. The human body is so complex. Is yeah. It's very. frustrating, right? It's just crazy. So, do you do hyperbaric chambers as part of your regular recovery when you're in camp? No, I did it a long time ago. We had uh, like this uh, had this rich guy that used to like train at where we used to train, and he just kind of had one at his house, and then he just bring really? it. Really, you was can like, get one at it, your house? Yeah, it's it's like this little this little metal machine, like like metal machine pump thing, and then it's that it's a big tube one. I don't know what brand it is. When you get in that, like if you want to get out, do you have to have someone get you out? No, the zipper the zipper is two-sided, so you can zip from the inside and outside. Oh, so well, there's that's two-sided good. zipper, yeah. I wouldn't that's always freaked yeah. me out about hyperbaric chambers like that. You're in that you in. you're in that thing, you know? Yeah. It's uh, weird. I, I I hate it, you know, like I do so much like uh doctor stuff like blood tests and scans and whatever. I just feel like a lab rat. I fucking hate it, bro. You're just lying down on shit all the time, especially the MRIs. Ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, bro, you hear this shit? And you got earplugs in. I'm like, bro, and you're in there for like 45 minutes. They're like, uh, Mr. Holloway, stop moving. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm falling asleep and twitching. That's why. You know what I mean? Like, what the, like, okay, I'm going to stay up for 45 minutes. It's so irritating lying right here. So Those things are very loud in, in that thing. I don't know how you can fall asleep in there. 
I I don't know. It's a gift. Me and my son has this gift. You know, you know, Rush. He fought some um, when he's when he goes to my fight, and it's like late, right? When we when uh some of the fights, uh, the pay per view cards in the East Coast, especially, he falls asleep during the main cards, and then really? like right before my fight, he's like, yeah, he's like knocked out. He's knocked out right there, and like this is like, like he fell asleep like doing doing um when um cowboy fought do uh, not cowboy but uh Cub Swanson fought Duhu Choi. Really? Yeah. That was a crazy And everybody's fight. screaming and shit. And, and he's, he's just asleep. like sleeping the whole time through it. You know what I mean? Like, fucking kid's a legend. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he's a le- I don't know. We just have a, like, my, my fiance always tells me that, like, you just have a fucking gift that you can sleep wherever you want. And whatever he's like, I was like, I don't know. When I got to sleep, I got to sleep. Recovery is important. You just well, go to sleep. Also, you, you train so hard. You're probably always kind of a little tired. Yeah, just, I'm just exhausting. And just, and what you said is like, it's a different exhausted. It's like, I, I, I explain to people, it's like, bro, I get so mentally tired. Sometimes after training, cause like I just so focused, or even like playing video games, like I'm so focused that when I come off and I, my fans is like, I don't get none of you. You just come down from upstairs and you fucking go to sleep. But I'm like, I'm like I'm sorry, babe. Like whatever. He's like, yeah, well, give me that energy that you give, cause I'm like, yo, what's up, streamy stream? You know, like I'm just going <laughs> crazy. You know, like that's like you suck. You know, like whatever, playing whatever, and then and as soon as it's done, it's just I'm just <sighs> mentally exhausted. You yeah. know, like I'm just thinking like. Cause then you gotta think of what you move and where it goes. Cause it's kind of there is most uh, parts where it is high paces. Like okay, there's a fucking box right here. I gotta go right. This guy, this guy could go left, right, up, down. Like I fucking, I got a jump shot, drop shot. You know, it's just stupid stuff. And you, you use consoles only. I use PC. I you play use PC. PC. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you use mouse and a keyboard. I use key- nah. I I, no? I I'm fucking. I cannot. My I don't think. I don't think I'm that much. I think so. You got to go live it more into crazy land. I'm t- for that. Like really? my brain. My brain don't. It doesn't work like that. I'm all controller. But controllers aren't as accurate. I mean, I yeah. I don't. That's what people say. But I I feel fine. So. Do you think? You, I mean. Are the best players PC guys with a mouse and there's, keyboard? There's there's some guys controller? that there's there's some guys that play PC and some guys that play a controller that's just like neck and neck. So Jamie, what do you think? That's right. I mean, the guy you was talking about earlier, Nick Merckx, he plays with a controller. Controller, yeah. And huh. uh, g- good luck. Yeah. So, yeah, Z Laner, bro. Try and ser- yeah. try and search up this guy named Z Laner. Is he Laner. the best guy? He's really good. They're really yeah. good. There are people that are really good. There's videos of little kids playing uh, Fortnite on an iPad. They don't have a controller. They're <gasps> using like the mobile version, but they're playing yeah. against everyone. On keyboard and fucking them up. What? Yeah, just swiping on the screen. Those goddamn kids, though. It's fucking next level. The kids they're, are next level. They're crazy as they, shit. They can do things. They adapt. They, yeah, they adapt crazy so quick. Shit. They don't have any information they had. They don't have mortgages. They never got laid. They don't <laughs> I, know I, shit. I think of nothing, yeah. Yeah. But I would always imagine that, like, you can't be as accurate with your thumbs as you can moving a mouse. Because that's yeah, how I it guess. is in, in Quake. I, be, I mean, okay. you, get, you get somewhat aim assist, right? Do you have so, that extra no. controller, Max? Would you have the with the extra buttons on? I I, I use a I use a C forty Astro and we get panels behind for uh to to jump and and then I use one side to sprint. That's the only. I've never ever used those. You probably haven't either. They have extra buttons that oh. like your extra fingers that aren't being used can yeah. do stuff. Oh, so. Okay. so instead of going like all the stuff, like I'm just my my fingers is always my thumbs is always on top of my joysticks no matter what. And so and it's all automatic in your head now. Oh yeah, doing yeah, it so yeah, long. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just- the craziest thing did you ever see? Like one of my friends play. It's called Claw. They hold the fucking controller like this, bro. It's so weird. Like, like after a couple of times, I tease him like, Rawr! his name is Bird too, so it's funny. How does he hold it? He hold the controller like this, and then like, like they play the but they play like uh, claw right there. You see, it's so weird. Why would you do that? 
So you never have to move your thumb. You don't have to move your thumb at all. It takes like, uh, you lose milliseconds when you move that thumb off of there to hit another button. And that's like, if you moved your hand off your mouse, like why would you ever do that? You wouldn't. So you're moving left, right, and all that shit with which side? With the left thumb and then you, yeah, and then the right right thumb, your right thumb you're aiming and then... So you're touching with like the side of your fingers? Bro, I don't know. You're talking to <laughs> fuck that. I just buy a controller with extra buttons. Oh, okay. So these are for people who don't use the extra buttons. Yeah, or some people they buy the extra button, they still play mm. like that. It's weird. Mm. Maybe you just get used to it. People get accustomed to all kinds of weird things. You know, you get accustomed to doing things wrong. Yeah. I remember when I was uh, teaching martial arts. One of the hardest things was teaching a guy who learned how to kick the wrong way. Like, I could take someone who didn't know how to kick at all, and oh, I, I could get teach them, them there, so yeah. much easier. Yeah, yeah. But if you took someone who came from some janky school that didn't really know what they were doing, and they developed some weird way of kicking, and I'd be like, oh, man. Like, this is harder than it's, teaching it's someone who doesn't know yeah. anything. It's yeah. mechanics. It's when, I mean, getting you should, greened. You, should you, you see different people from different schools, jiu-jitsu schools. Like, mm-hmm. they're doing the arm bar and shit, and they're, like, going from step one to step six. They're like, right. are you fucking crazy? Like, right. you're you're insane. You're Captain right. Insano right now. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever crazy land you're in, you're, you're in the wrong one, bro. Come on back. Well, that's why it's so important to learn technique correctly. You got to yeah. learn it correctly the first time. You see it with punches. You see it with kicks. You see it with everything. Jiu-jitsu, everything. It's like, you have to learn it right. Yeah, and that's why, like, yeah... It's you can always, get creative afterwards. Yeah, it's always it's always hard uh, uh, training someone or teaching someone something that that they already been taught before. So you're trying to teach them the right way. So it's always hard. But yeah. if you just get a blank paper and you tell them to do this, they're gonna do it. You know. Yeah. The thing is, like under pressure, when when someone learns something the wrong way, and then under pressure, like sparring, when they're tired or something like that, that's when the bad technique comes yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Some the, people, but even that, yeah, it's the same thing as when. You take that person and you finally get them trying the right way, and then the pressure comes in, and mm-hmm. then they just remember they yeah. they did a thousand reps in the wrong way. The thousand reps get caught up, you know. Especially what I mean? guys that keep their head up in the air, yeah, and, and their chin up in the air when they when they panic, yeah, because they just got so used to training like this, and then you get them used to this, and then when shit starts, when they start flying, slugging, they're like, they start- <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> no, bro, don't do that. Do you think you'll ever be a trainer? Uh, I don't know, you know, I, I, everybody, I always tell my coaches or even everybody else that like when I'm done fighting, I want to be away from the game. I don't want to yeah. have to do nothing about it. Maybe, maybe sit down cage side with you sometimes at, at some time. And just that would be fun. Talk, talk to shit with you and, and just do it, you know. If but, we ever do a show in Hawaii and you're not on the card, you got to do commentary. Oh yeah, if I, 100%, got 100%. I'm a fucking, 100%. yeah, we have stuff, so. We see what happens, but I don't know. Every, every time I do coach and everybody's like, oh, you're such good, blah, blah, this and Or they tell me, oh, you're pretty good, this and that. And I'm like, fuck, I just don't want to be around it, you know? Like, it, I'm Because it's so overwhelming. Yeah, I'm just, at that, I'm just at that level where it's like, frick, I don't, I don't want to be a part of the game. You know, it's like, you know, like Kobe, you know, like when he wanted to get off, he had certain things lined up already, you know, to, to get away from the game of basketball. And then right. his daughter pulled it back in, but... That's how I want to be, you know. If if Rush want to do it, maybe you know, maybe. But even that, I don't even want to be his coach because so close. It, yeah, you're so close, you know. Yeah, it's too much on the line. So we see, you know, we see. I I, I never say never, you know. I'm a big Justin Bieber fan. So. <laughs> Who knows? Do you other than video games? Do you have anything that you could see yourself doing when you retire? Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe like. 
I like I like talking and stuff. Maybe call you up and harass you to see how <laughs> how podcasts go. You know what yeah, I mean? Why Maybe not, that kind man? of stuff. Talk story with people. But I'm not smart as you. Like I'm just sitting out there, Joe, and you're like telling me stories about how the human brain came because they're eating fucking people was eating mushrooms all out of uh, cow manure and blah blah. blah. I'm like. <laughs> The fuck takes their time to watch this? I'm like, what is good? This and then and I, I watch and then I watch the podcast and you're just saying shit, Joe. I'm like, fuck, this is. I but it's the same I, thing as training. It's yeah. Like, if you went back to me in 2009 when I first started doing the podcast, I was an idiot. I learned <laughs> how to do this better. I just learned things. Oh. I've been doing this 11 years, so it's like 11 years of having conversations with very smart people, and then reading a lot of shit and watching a lot of documentaries and i retain information that's all it is yeah see that's crazy that you uh that you said that because then a lot of people is like i was talking to shab before i came i talked to shab a little bit and uh a lot of people they see your 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 uh your deal that you signed with spotify and they're like what the fuck like why the hell i can't have that and then and then it's like dummies like i put 11 years of work out there. This is what they, they're buying the 11 years of work, you stupid asses, you know? Like, people it's, don't get it. It's also one thing that I always tell these comics, and most of them don't listen. I'm like, do more. Do more shows. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do one a week. Why are you doing one a week when you can do four a week? Yeah. Do four or five. Don't burn out. Yeah. But just keep doing it. Like, yeah. the more you do it, the better you get it. It's yeah. just like jujitsu mm-hmm. or anything else. Or anything you do. Like, uh, I told people, like, it sucks now for Hawaii because uh, since they sanctioned fights down there, like they, like when I was coming up as a kickboxer, it was had no um, what is that called? What the fuck is the athletic commission? A- athletic commission. So it had none. So they people could just put fights every bro had like four fights a week. Really? You know what I mean? Like, I remember one kickboxing fight. I fought Friday and I fought Saturday. Wow. I weighed in on Friday the same day as one of my fights. But that's when you walked around the way you fought. You know, just kickboxing. And I did this, like, not that much people know. I had, like, freaking, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, 80 to nine, the 80 to 100 fights before even, like, turning professional. Really? You know what I mean? Like, I had 10 MMA amateur fights, I think, or whatever. Maybe a little bit more. But my kickboxing fights to, like, just even, like, even, like, um, exhibition fights that you just fight. Because I just want, like, you know, for me, for my reason... I like I knew I wanted to fight, but I also I didn't have money, so I wanted to get in the fights for free and watch the fights and hang right. out with my friends, you know. But uh, but I just I tell it's like is knowledge is everything. Like like I fought hurt. I I I kicked someone and my toes started hurting and I had to figure out a way. I punched someone and I stopped throwing that punch, which made me lose the fight. And then later on, in life, I I you come to this mental agreement. Where you're like, bro, if this happens again, you gotta freaking keep fighting, you know. Versus, like, a lot of these guys, they just, they have no amateur. They just think so they can come pro. And then when they run into this big problem, it affects them a lot. Because they, they didn't know how to do, deal with right, it at, right. at first, you know. So, yeah, it just goes to the take of that. Like, why don't you not do, why not do more, you know what I mean? Sometimes less is more when you get a little bit closer to where you want to be. But in the beginning, man, especially amateurs, I tell guys, like, bro. Experience. Who the hell cares that your amateur record is, is you know, like, it, Nine and nine and six. No one cares because once you turn pro, it's zero and zero. You know, like right. if you're over here, like oh and hundred, I'd be like, oh brother, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a talk. Uh, I mean, like come on, you know, like yeah. but but come on, there comes a different way. You, know, you lose some, you lose decisions and stuff, but you're learning. But you're learning. It's all it's all yeah. learning. So when you get to the big show, it all counts now. Yeah. You know, like I see people like I just want to be pro. I want to make money. 
I'm yeah. like, oh, it's, it's not with the way. everything, man. It's with everything. I used to see it in jujitsu. Like I would train, you know, especially when I was real busy. I train like once or twice a week, and then there would be guys in the gym that were training five days a week. And man, I'd see them get so much better than me. I was like, yep, that's just what it is. <laughs> it's just what it is. You see, and that's the most beautiful thing, you know, especially about jujitsu. Like the thing that I love about jujitsu is that. You just see normal guys, whatever, and just they're just getting great at something. Yep. And then most of these motherfuckers just look like they just look like you know, like I love them. They're my friends, but they look like weirdos. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they just look like weirdos. Yeah. Like, like like the type of weirdos that you see at the club and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna punk this guy in front of my girl to make me look cool. And you yeah. punk the wrong one because yeah. he just got choked out, <laughs> yeah. and your girl got stolen. So yeah. it's funny. Le- legitimately, not a, not a wise move. A lot of these fucking nerds. Or straight up killers. Did you killers. see that video? Of these two football players. I did. On these guys. I did. I did. And you see this guy? He's got a bloody nose. Like I don't know what happened before. I think that. he got faust. I think. I think so. The reason why he did something. I think so. That guy hit him first. Yeah. And I, I was so. like, bro, this is self defense. You know. One hundred percent. See, he's got a bloody nose, and you see the other guy pushes him, and he's like, okay, time okay. to show you. Yeah. And, and and that guy is like the that guy is like he was like the man. I think so. He was like the football player at college or something was he? there. Like he was the man around town. So whoops, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. try to go over there trying to be like the man that doesn't help, and then you got a viral video of you. Like I, I, I don't even know if you're uh, starting. Looks like Ben Askren, but it, yeah. It definitely but look, wasn't. his nose is already bleeding, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? So something already happened, and, and him and the other guy Paul play this because I love oh, this video. Oh, Can you not play it in the background? I didn't have it ready to go. Oh, can you press that button? Oh, it's fake. Okay. So, Oklahoma player, bar fight. So, these fucking guys are obviously, these the smaller guys not trying to start a fight. And you see his friends like, come on, bitch. And he pushes them. Yeah, you better listen to your friend. So, he's talking to the other guy. They're like, okay, you take the big guy. And you see him push him, and he touches the blood on his nose, and just punches that guy, ducks under. Look at this takedown. Beautiful. Boom. And the other guy's got the other friend, and he doesn't know what the fuck to do. He's got him wrapped up. Look at this dude. Takes his back with hooks cowboy in. boots on, son. He's got cowboy boots on, taking this dude's back. Gets the hooks but watch in. Watch this one. Watch this one. Here, he gets slammed. Yeah. The guy to the right side of the watch. He hit his head and everything. Yeah, the big guy. Yeah. Well, this is his friend who took the second guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh you're yeah, dead. Yeah, here it comes. You're dead. Keep punching until you knock out. Well, look, he grabs his collar. He's choking him out with his own sleeve. Oh, yeah. He collar choked him. Boom. Boom. You're dead. Yeah, he gets slammed into the wall, and he gets... Pounded, and then, now people are. But the cowboy boots are the finishing touch. It's hilarious. That is so sick. But these two assholes that started this whole shit, you could clearly see they're fucking with these dudes. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. clearly see it. I, I videos like that make me feel good. I like it. I mean, I, I don't I, like when my, but people get beat up. But I do like when people get beat up when they deserve. When it. you're acting like I, I, I could see if he was pushing them exactly, and it being the punk. But exactly, it, it's it's funny because like I would say at least. 95% of people who know how to protect themselves in that situation is doing the right thing and trying to go, you know? Like, these videos go viral because somebody is overzealous. Uh-huh. They think so there's somebody in life. They think they can take you. Exactly. And then they find out the wrong way, and then now you're in the wrong because you're giving him what the hell he wanted. You know that what I mean? Gonna, he, that's going to stay with him forever. That's, that's his life, yeah. millions and millions and millions of views. Oh, him, yeah. He's not He's not getting drafted. Being an ass. <laughs> Him being an asshole and a smaller guy with cowboy boots on <laughs> fucking him up. And that you gotta live Man, with that. That's amazing. He deserved it. 
that's one of those things. He deserved it. He's probably fine. You know, probably got some bruises on his face, and his ego's more fucked up than anything. And maybe he'll learn some jujitsu now. Yeah. But leave people alone, man. Leave them alone. Yeah. And then maybe you come more humble because now you can just let them go. Like the people who don't, bro. The loudest guy in the room is the one that you don't have to be worried for. You hear yeah. somebody yapping, right. and you can fight. You look for that guy because you know he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't doing nothing. His weapon is already being used. It's his words. Yeah. When I, when you go back and you live in Waianae still, right? Yes, sir. Is but is it weird walking around in your neighborhood? I mean, do you get swarmed? Like, Not what really. Is it like? I mean, everybody everybody see me. Like I'm there all the time. So it's right. fine. You know what I mean? Like so it's, it's normal. It's, yeah, it's really fine. You know, it's like if if LeBron go back to uh, Akron, I heard that people don't really care. People don't lose their minds or really? Yeah, yeah. People say like he can just sit down at any restaurant or that and he's fine over there and that's his hometown because that's when they, they watch him play basketball from when he's a young kid you know so. but I would imagine like you just can't get any time to yourself like people are knocking on your door hey Max I mean, nah, how did nah. you do it <laughs> yeah yeah hey yeah. Max tell me what to do I mean it's, it's alright it's uh I, I at the beat sometimes you know when I with my son like we get kind of overwhelmed but it's not it's not really the local locals, you know. It's most of the time that people is, uh, who's coming in and right. they see us out. But right. yeah, because I'm always I'm always on on our side of the island, you know. What I mean, like I ain't, I ain't, yeah, I, I I stay low key, but I like low key doing stuff with my family. But I'm not freaking. Do people knock on your door? No, no, no. Only people, only people who know where I live, and and then some people they kind of trying to guess, but. They they kind of respect it, so it's super cool. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's that's super good. cool. People people are super nice. Yeah, it's super cool. Because you gotta be like a hero to the neighborhood. It's, uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's it's always cool seeing the kids. Like as soon as they they know my car, I drive. So I'm driving to what kind of car you drive? Uh, I I I have a Tesla, and it, it uh, doesn't help that I fucking wrapped it the most loudest color in the world. What so color? It's it's this red. It's like a matte. <laughs> 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 it's terrible, I know. <clears throat> I like it. Oh uh, yeah, it's I like, like a, it's like a red. matte chrome though. Ooh. So like when the when the when the oh. sun hits it, it's like a it like it's like a chrome delete. Oh. So then whenever the kids and you just see them all fucking shocking on their stuff and fucking trying to do papa wheelies next to me, I'm like, okay, don't fall in the middle of the road so I don't bang you. But <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just awesome seeing you know. Hopefully give, hopefully one of the kids uh, that I see playing or whatever they they freaking be be something great you know and yeah. I get to be a part of that because they said like oh i saw you doing this and that you know i'll be the fucking greatest feeling in the world well it's got to be to them a real inspiration because if, if you one of the things you were talking about where people you grow up in a, a toxic environment where everybody's always complaining and no one ever does anything and they get jealous of other people if they see a guy who's positive who makes it who you comes change the, it you change, yes. change the culture you change the and, culture. That, and, and that's yes. what we try to do you know like it's just funny, you know. I had these talks. People tell me, "Oh, when you move out, why not?" Blah blah. This and that. And I'm like, "Frick, man! I can't ever." I think of it like maybe I should for training because like, I gotta drive like 45 minutes or something to training to the gym. You know, traffic maybe an hour. But it's like, man, like I'm like, uh, do I really want to do that? Like I just love, like this fucking city is just a part of me. Like I just love being here. You know, like there's this drive. Like there's this hill that you come over when you start coming to Wainai to Nanakuli. Like, you can see the sunset and stuff, and I see it all the time. I'm like, bro, I can't give this up. Like, this is what I want. And then, and I just always wanted to be the person, like, I remember people telling me, like, you're not going to ever, if you, like, be great in fighting, you need to move. You know, like, this is, look, look, oh, BJ, BJ moved. He trained in Cali or this and that. Like, yeah, he's back home, but he moved first. And I always want to tell everybody, like, fuck that. I don't have to move anywhere. I'm fucking, I'm going I'm to be great from here. And then, same thing where I'm from, like, why why move out you know why like if it was super dangerous don't get me wrong you know it's not crazy dangerous 
But if it's super dangerous, why? Yeah, I would think of it, but why not? You know, it's not it's not that crazy and it can be crazy, but then, you know, I I've been there my whole life. Everybody know who I am and and just being there and and sitting in there is like is that kid is like the kid's like, oh, look, he still lives here, so yeah. I can fucking maybe live here and do it, do it from here, you and know? And really change the culture And, that and way. really change it, and that's, yeah. that's what you do, you know? You surround yourself with with whatever you want to be, you know? Like, if you, I was telling Sean them, if you got five genius friends, you know, the next, if you're hanging out with them all the time, then, you know, you're probably going to become the next genius, you know? If all your friend them got business owners as their own business owners, guess what? You're probably gonna be the sixth business owner of your group, you know. That's yeah. just that's just what happens. Is it you are who you surround yourself with. That's got to be true. I mean, you must have a positive impact on those kids. I mean, it's, it's especially when they hear something like this, where you're talking about your work ethic, uh-huh. you're talking about how you value time, you value your your trainer's time, you value your own time. That's all. That's those are massive lessons for a young kid because sometimes when you're a kid, all you hear is. Dumb lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see a bunch of and, dumb and, people. And, and the thing is, and it's funny because then I, I was able to, it's been super hard lately to, to get to the, to, um, to the intermediate and talk. But on career day, I used to do career day a bunch. And um, when I would go there, I would go to my classroom with the same teacher, wow. with the same table layout. And I wow. used to tell them, I used to sit right there. Wow. And I, I would tell them, I used to sit right there. When I was in class, but guess where I was? I was fucking with my counselor, fucking doing stupid shit. And I was like, I'm, I'm like, and he's like, what? You was a bad kid. I was like, uh, Mr. Smotis is his name. I was like, ask Mr. Smotis. I was the most terriblest kid ever. What does he say? He's like, yes, he was. <laughs> I was a bro. I was a. I was just. A, I was just hanging out with. They're still my friends today, but we I think so. We all could sit down in a group and just agree that we were jackasses. Yeah. We were just fucking... The, we had three of us. We was the three musketeers of doing dumb, stupid stuff all the time. And, uh, and I, yeah, and when I was in class, that was my chair, I would tell them. But I was always with the counselor. I, and I, I told him, look, one thing that you guys can see is it's back to... Not, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. You yeah. know what I mean? When I came to ninth grade... I know I needed grades. I needed that. I really turned it around. You know what I mean? That's when I was in eighth grade. And, and I was, bro, we was crazy. I was like, I was just stupid. Seven, eighth grade, just seventh grade. I only passed seventh grade because somehow the teacher feels so touched for me because I, I was a dummy, but he knew I was a good kid. He'd come on weekends and help me with, with, with my reading and stuff. Really? For pass, yeah. His name, his name was uh, Mr. O'Connor was math and, 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 and reading and all that stuff. He'd help me with anything I needed, to be honest. Well, shout out to him. Yeah, he was the man. Like he, Sometimes a, a yeah. good teacher like that I, changed I, your life. I had fucking great teachers. I had him. I had my freaking... Uh, my ninth grade my ninth grade teacher, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Corey, he's still a family friend and stuff of us. But, like, they used to just shake me up. Like And then I had uh, a Samoan teacher, Mr. Gray. He helped me, like, I... I I was I sucked at math. I saw I sucked in school. Like I I graduated cum laude. That's like three point four or something. You need or three point five to all year or three point two I think from ninth grade to senior. I graduated cum laude, and uh, the only reason is because it's because of these teachers. Like Mr. Gray in ninth grade, like every you, we had two recesses. We had a fifteen minute recess and then we had a thirty minute lunch or something like that. And he would let me come in his class and he'd help me with my work all the time. You know what I mean? Because he just knew I fucking... My my thing was like, I was playing baseball at the time. I was like, my thing was like, I just finish all my work, finish my homework of what I can now so I can go out to the baseball field and just think about baseball shit and just get good in baseball shit, you know? 
And then when I go home and stuff, I just eat dinner, I go sleep. Instead of fucking, everybody's like, I'm doing stuff. It's like, oh, I have this project due tomorrow. Holy shit. I was like, did you start? No. It's like, what the hell? We practice started at four. We end at like six or seven. And then you got to go sleep by like nine o'clock or 10. You know what I mean? For actually good sleep to wake up the next day, you know? But these guys staying up late and stuff. I was like, bro, I got that covered already. I'm good, you know? Time. Time. And I was just trying to just... You know, like it, it and it's kind of irritating. It, it can help with, with my personal life sometimes. Like I'm about like saving time and stuff. So I'm like, okay, babe. I'm like, okay, I'll drop you off here. Can you, can you run in there when I, I'm gonna drive a little bit down the road and grab this stuff? And then she's like, no, no, no. She's like, this is too crazy. This is fucking time shit. It's crazy right now. It's like this is all just go as a family and do it. I'm like, why? This is faster. We can get here faster. You know, it's uh, it, it it can be great, but else it can be a fucking pain in the ass at times. You know. Yeah, but look what it's done for you, though. It's it, it, whatever pain the ass it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look what it's done for you. This it's undeniable. That respect for time is, it's it's a it's what probably out of all the positive shit that you said today, that's one of the most important lessons: the respect for time, oh, hard yeah, work, time. but respect and for and part of respect for time is work hard during yeah. that time. Yeah, and and so you do, you know, like uh, I mean, who would like. Who would want to fucking be like, okay, I'm going to take a private with you. And you see this guy just being a jackass, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, it's like, bro, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just, uh, time is super important, man. Like, uh, I'm I'm super bad. I'm super big on this. You just cannot, you cannot give nobody back time. That's crazy, right? It's true. But you can take the shitload of time up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You can waste it. You can waste it, but you cannot, yeah, Yeah, never, ever. That's Never ever, unless Elon, you know, unless you talk to Elon off mic and his alien machine. ass knows something, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, listen, brother, it's always a pleasure sit oh, down and talk you. to you. I really appreciate you coming down here, man. And no. uh, again, your your last fight inspired the shit out of me, man. It really oh, did. I, I I carried that fight around me for a few days. <laughs> really did. Oh, just thank just you. thinking about, I love I I love when people just achieve a new level i love i love watching something like that it means i mean i mean i love it's one of the things about the sport is uh what's so fascinating is watching people develop and grow and and figure things out and just seeing the fruits of their labor and the future the fruits of their hard work and uh your last fight in particular man was uh spectacular Ah, thank you. That's awesome. It means a lot coming from someone like you, my man. So thank you for inviting me. I know we had anytime, my man. We had some hiccups. Well, we had a little froze, but uh, but we here. So thank you so much. My pleasure, brother. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you, brother. Goodbye, everybody.